silence yo 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 welcome 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 good afternoon good morning good night i know that's not in the right order but whenever and wherever you listen to this joint man welcome to get your bars off podcast this is your boy ari stark from my boy sue and loso shout out to our boy gino and joe to be should be pulling up soon or later or probably not we're not sure today <laughs> but um we're gonna start this show with a moment of silence for one of our culture's favorite actors one of just hollywood's favorite actors Michael K. Williams passed away over this week, and we just want to give a moment of silence for one of our, like I said, one of our established actors, man. That was an alarm. That was that was last text message. But anyways, horrible timer. <laughs> But nah, son, um, like I said, man, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams. I mean, formerly known as characters Omar, if you just seen the uh, one of the newest shows, one of my favorite shows of 2020, Lovecraft Country, he played. Um, oh, that's right. He is in that. Major's father and there. Um, man, so many different roles. Boardwalk man. Empire. Huh? Boardwalk Empire. Warwalk Empire. I still got to catch that show, but I know he played on there too. Man, it's just so much this dude has done, bro. Like, he really was one of my favorite. I don't know if you really would consider him a method actor to it exactly, but what I mean, this dude can play so many roles. This dude, like, his range of acting and personality was so crazy. Like, the, the type of way he can just, like, just dip into, you can go from Omar and The Wire to like being the, the uh, country, you know, saying I don't know, we'd probably be a country officer or sheriff or something like that. It happened, Leonard. What like, was it? What 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 did he play in Lovecraft Lovecraft Country? I wasn't. He played Jonathan Major's it. father. Okay. He's like he was like a drunk. He like became like like found out later to be like something. You got to watch the show, but um, he was a superfly. Gone, I forgot. I remember him and Gone Baby Gone. He was in so much stuff, bro. Like, he, I get, I remember he said he even did a, a cameo of Sopranos, Belly Two, Christ, your Belly Two. Yep, it's so it's many things, game. like so many. I remember him and Killed the Messenger. Mm. He, played, he played the father in Central sure. Park Five. Oh my god, his role in Central Park Five, Jesus, not so. Sorry, sorry. When they see us, when they see us, we played the little kid, the little, the, the shorter ones, kid. Yep. Right? Yep. Yep. Yo. Man, that, oh my gosh, he bodied that role. That's one of his last roles too. That was pretty recent. I mean, that was it. No, Lovecraft Country was. That's what I'm saying. Lovecraft Country was his last role. But um, he did. No, Jesus Christ, trapped in the closet. Oh right, Jesus Christ! That was a shit gear trap. That was a money move. That was a money move, man. It's Kells. That was a money move, man. Countless roles in Law and Order and Law and Order SVU too. Yeah, but that's the thing. But you broke brought up Kells though, like his relationship with artists too. Like he came in. I remember, if I'm not mistaken, he came in the game and doing music videos and such. Did he? If I'm not mistaken, I think he came in the game doing music videos. But um, I know uh, and it's not that. I, I remember just seeing a recent article talking about how Tupac brought him in the game with his first film and such like that. Ninety six, like, and just seeing like with that and 
how we was all like kind of like pushing for him to do like the to at least want to do want him to do the DMX tribute. Like even seeing what he did on BT, like at the moment, like it just so many things. He was such a he was just one of the culture, whether you could see him, he was like that cousin where it's like, yeah, he was around us, you know what I'm saying? The wire era, all of that such whoop de whoop. But once he was ready to dip out and go do his other stuff, we was proud of that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like um, an actor. Damson. It's like Damson. Damson. We know Damson yes. Idris as Franklin. Right. But when he branches out eventually and gets another role, he'll be that. So what's cousin. the one joint they did on um, Netflix where it was like that futuristic army joint? Him and um, what's my Lana. boy? From, Lana's um, in that too. Anthony Mackie. Wait no, is Lana Lana is in one of those uh, robot Netflix movies? I don't know. I think that movie was made by WWE. Wasn't she in Day to Day or that? I don't know. Fuck, I don't give a fuck. I, I I do not give a fuck. But <laughs> once again, like I said, rest in peace, Michael K. Williams. An amazing, amazing, amazing. You know what I'm saying? Addition to just the world we call Hollywood acting, film, cinema. This dude has just been such a great thing for me. Like I said, growing up, I seen him in so many roles, bro. It's just like, how could you not see like how you always have those dudes where it just be like side characters that you just always see you don't really know their name. This <laughs> like this dude, whenever you've seen him the on Evil Dave Chappelle is when it comes to mind. A lot of dudes, like I just seen one um when we was watching Evil Dave Chappelle, Sue, Bokeem Woodbine. A book Bo oh, okay, Woodbine. Okay, okay. We'll talk about them I later. But um, but like I said, man, just so many roles, man. So many roles, and to the point where it's just like that's picking up all I can on this joint. But he had the video back in the day where it's like he was talking about being typecast. I don't want to pull that video up real quick, actually. It, it, it comes from him, and I mean, this is a lot of like this is the danger, like a lot of our black actors fall in. They get typecasted, they get used to. Like we as the public fall in love with them in a certain role. We fell in love with Michael through Omar. Typecast mm -hmm. after that. That when we started seeing him in Boardwalk Empire and Love Lovecraft Country, and when he started to branch out, is when I feel like you know he got not just our eyes to what he was doing, but the masses. Mm-hmm. That's a big fact, bro. It says so many people that had a great rapport about him, man. Let's see this video. You think I'm being typecast? I don't know. If this cat is typecast, it's a fucking cat. Ain't got much choice. Oh, sure. But if you move to the neighborhood, I got with the poodle crowd, did poodle things, you know, become a poodle. Still be a cat, you know? But what if he convinced himself that he was a poodle and everyone else that he was a poodle? Wouldn't that make him a poodle? <laughs> and that's a good point. I mean, weird as shit, but that's a good point. And this whole metaphor is bullshit, yo. You hear me? You think everybody don't got a role to play? Huh? You think a white boy could have played Omar? You think you could play a president? I could. And I think we've seen the last black president for a while. 
I didn't realize he was talking to himself to the camera panned out when the dude was sitting next to him. That, was, that is a dope concept. That was deep as shit. Go ahead, go ahead. You feel Stop me? One. Go ahead. <laughs> but not some um like, one at the buzzer. That was like, like I said, that was such a great like bit. And I, I picked that one specifically. I was gonna play something from the wire or something, but I think that is more suitable just to understand how how much he cared about. Going outside of the norm of what people expected of him, you know what I'm saying? When we seen him, like you said, that that character was so captive, like captivating to us. That was like we, we, don't, we want to see you do it again and again and again and again. Just like they do all these action stars. You see Terminator, you want to see him again and again and do it again. But no, he's going to give you Kindergarten Cop. No, he's going to give you. You know what I'm saying? Um, what's my joke? Like, um, um Way or Ghost. They want to ever since Ghost, we you know, what I mean, it, right? So, we got we seeing him in different roles besides exactly. Ghost. We should want the same for our actors, also. You know, what I'm saying that's so much like you said, Denzel shouldn't be faulted because he wanted to do an action film. If you oh, want to no, be an equalizer, right. and people probably was like, Denzel doing action, what I only know from doing drama, and that's his bag, but he you know, didn't drama and action. But he did it though, but he did it though. And but the fact that he did equal light, I'm not talking about the seal, I'm talking about the first one. He did that and it did his it did great. Like equalizer for the first equalizer did yeah, great. That shit was fucking when he took the oh my son. I think people probably would have expected that from Denzel. You know what I'm saying? What really, bro? He's been doing drama most of our lives. Training days are drama. It is a drama. Man on fire, out of time. Those are dramas. I'm talking about Equalizer is an action film. Equalizer is like Death Wish from back in the day. You remember Death Wish? Mm, kind of, sort of. Charles Bronson. It's in that same vein. I, I know I know it vaguely, but um, but no, neither here or there. With just Michael K. Williams, outside of Omar, like I said, the multitude of films that we've seen him in, the multitude of roles that he's been in. And it's like just seeing a, a, a article where he was talking about that, about, you know what I'm saying, not to get about too far, but about his, you know what I'm saying, his drug use that he had, you know what I'm saying, troubles with. 
but just the the depths that he will have to go into to really bring out these characters and such. And I don't know if it was like the pain that he would have to like use these characters as an outlet for. You know what I'm saying? That kind of I don't know, it just kind of like took took his toll after a while. And then we know it's just a lot of these fucked up, you know what I'm saying, lace drugs in the world and such is just like two two roads meeting each other is, is fucked up. But I mean, like I said, he with with the pain that if if that's what he was going through, you know what I'm saying, seeing from the video from Joe Budden and reading that article, you know what I'm saying? He was he was a troubled man just like anybody else, but he used that pain. Just like I said with my cousin in the car, like Chadwick used his pain to show bring us joy on cinema and film through the hard work, through the dedication that they had to these roles. You know what I'm saying? These men, these men were sick and in pain mentally and physically, and still found the time throughout their days to get put dedication into the work and their craft. Show us exactly and show us amazing. Let's go and show us amazing. I know, yeah, yeah. I just saw it. Yeah. And shows amazing um talent, man. Shows their amazing talent to make us go out and want to watch this movie over and over again. Want to go out and talk about these characters and want to, you know, what I'm saying act out these whatever, man. Like it's so many things that, like I said, you just anytime Michael K was on a screen, bro, you always like it was never just a dull moment. Not saying he was like, you know, what I'm saying it was just his act. It was always he wasn't a dull actor. He could make you laugh. He can make you cry. He can make you think. Like it was always something with him that was I thought like was so amazing. Samuel Jackson, like he was like a younger Samuel Jackson, like it's Earth like, Two Sam. I get yeah. that in a sense of just versatility, but that's what I'm we got to give these guys that have this versatility. We got to continue to push them John to do this. Cheadle, like actually to move it, actually move it kind of into our. But um, we were just we were just watching um. The Matrix Four trailer earlier and such. Um, what's good, Ty? And um, I always seen our guy. I always forget how to pronounce his name. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I just call him Candy Man. I just call him Candy. Man. Nah, I ain't gonna do my boy like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clinton Dix. Yeah, whoa, that's a real name too. He's a corner guy. Super sound like something else. Yeah, Clinton Dix. Yeah, I got some. Yeah, just. Wow, wow. Ha ha! Clinton Dix is a real player. He plays for the Cowboys or the Packers or one of the teams. Huh. Oh, yeah. oh, I want to know because Bill Mafia over here, motherfucker. I hate watch football. Can you stop saying that for the viewers? Think that he doesn't watch football. News to me, Mister Bill's Mafia don't watch football. Oh. How you only watch the building and watch football? See, now nah, you can't you can't just watch your team. I do it with basketball too. You that mean you don't know shit about football if you're only watching the Bills. Oh shit, 2K, 2K comes out in like two minutes. Look, 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 look. Come on. Oh, anti-co-signing? Oh shit. I really do. Don't don't do this. Please don't. I do. And I <laughs> He said that shit like he ain't gonna look at the playback. <laughs> 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 like we try to find this man's name, man. What is it? Uh I saw it earlier. It's a yeah. I, I really I ain't gonna hold you, bro. I'm trying to find like they got like one of those little yeah. voice joints next to it. 
Yaya Abdul Mateen the second. So yeah, yeah, Abdul Mateen the second. Mm-hmm. I ain't want to fuck my boy name up, man. But bro, really been cooking. Fuck boys, a thespian, bro. That's just like we said, just like we said, like this dude has been multitude of different roles that he's been in. Literally, from my first viewing of him was in um, Watchmen as Doctor Manhattan, and then what else? What else? What else was I he saw in? him in Us first? Us, yep, he was in Us. I, that probably that probably was the first time I seen him was in Us. I remember him there, like, and then right, that's why right, I seen right. Watchmen. Please don't do that. Don't tell me what I don't watch. What? Are we getting spicy too today? Good. It's just emotions taking us over. And that don't help. Um. Anyways. Like I said, bros, get out. What, was, what did he play in Get Out? Who did he play? Yeah. Oh, he played the fucking. He was at the party. He was at the party. Yeah. He was the greatest showman. He was in the trial of the Chicago Seven, Mad Max, Wasteland, Us, Aquaman. Mad Max? Yeah, I ain't see it, but I just, I'm just going down the list, bro. But Aquaman, I know he was Black Manta in there. He's mm-hmm. going to be playing. Morpheus in the new Matrix Four. He's going to be playing one of the main characters in Candyman. Like, nigga, just nah, say who he is. What? He is Candyman. No, I don't. I don't. I didn't see it. I don't. Oh, I did. So don't go see it. Why? It's ass, brother. I don't trust your opinion. Oh d- damn! <laughs> what? <laughs> Yo. No offense. Yo, Sue, swing on this nigga for me, dog. Sorry, man. I'll trust your opinion, dog. No, I don't. <laughs> but today is a really good week, man. Tom Brady, starting off a good man, fucking week. Man. I don't trust your opinion on football. Fuck out of here. I always feel like I always get a lot of I told you so's around these parts. They got me giving out a lot of I told you so's, but that's neither here nor there. That's neither here nor there. Ty said he always plays some scary shit. I don't know. I've only remember him being in Candyman and us as far as scary shit. But I think he plays some versatile roles. Like I said, the Aqu- well, Aquaman role was the Black Manta role. He played uh, Mr. Manhattan in Watchmen. Um, he's about let's say he's gonna be playing Morpheus. So he plays diverse roles. Chicago said he could do the um, I forgot what is it called. Uh, more so like time pieces and such like that. He had that. He oh! had that. He had that crazy ep- that crazy episode of Black Mirror also. Oh, with the video game. Yeah. Oh, pause his life. Yeah. Let me see if I can pull how he's gonna look at. Um, I thought you was real. gonna say, "Let me pull up the episode." I was about to say, "Stop!" Yeah, I've actually never watched that he episode. Also look like he can be related to Giveon. That's true too. He does look like Giveon. He's still the best. Still the best. Of how he's looking on uh, this shit. Ty said he was in Final Destination. He was a Crypt Keeper guy. He was. What Ty? Which one? Dumb is my joints. Final destination is my joints. Yeah, after after two is a dub for me. I can watch three. the roller coaster. I can watch three. The roller coaster one's the last good one. 
Tony Todd. No, that's that's the Candyman. Candyman. That's Tony Todd. Yeah, think she think we talking about Tony Todd. Nah, 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 nah. Talking about this brother right here. Nah, Ty. Spoiler alert. Yaya Hameen. He is Candyman. This nigga's dumb. Like, bro, I actually wanted to go see the movie, dude. Like, jeez, Louise. I said spoiler alert. I said spoiler alert. That means if I'm telling you I want to see the you don't got to see. Nobody's saying, hey, go tell us the spoiler alert. You're just saying spoiler alert. You act like I said how he got there. Nah, bro. Oh my God, but it's still the fact we got to the end before we got to the rest of the stuff, boys. Man, look. It's about the journey, not the end. He does look like a young Morpheus here. Could you pull up a picture of Lawrence Fishburne in 2021? Because I've seen niggas in, in the timeline complaining about how they should have gotten Lawrence Fishburne to do this shit. I hate you, also. Why? What did I do? What did I do? I'm, I'm, I'm. You didn't see the niggas on the timeline saying, yo. No, I ain't see shit. Not a damn thing. Like, I, why, why are they nah, mad? Nah, bro. It's nah, nah. You do, you do the spoiler shit a lot. You gotta I'm not talking. Nigga, who yeah, don't I'm, know he's playing Morpheus? I mean, talk about, I'm talking about Candyman. Candyman's still here. Still on Candyman. Don't say it five times. Still, still on Candyman. We gotta be in a well. Technically, would this be a man, or would it be anything that? Relax, that nigga. He'll pop up through the computer. Candyman. Oh, this is new. His mic. We're on the same mic. (laughs) Anyways, man, let's fucking talk about this Matrix Four trailer all the way. Like that shit looks like it's about to be some fucking heat. Like I like that they got a younger morph. I feel like they 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 kind of in a new timeline in this to some extent. Whereas, like, I was, Trinity doesn't know who Neo is. This looks like a younger Morpheus than anything from another universe or some shit like that. Because Spider-Man and Avengers are killing the time travel shit. This is going to be redundant. That's the only place you've seen time travel from? But, like, all, like, the new Spider-Man is time travel. Avengers was doing time travel. Like, Literally, Matrix is about alternate. Re- is that's literally what Matrix is about? Alternate is about. Alternate I'm not knocking it, but I'm just saying, like it, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. Like we we've seen the the formula before. This is Matrix. This is their style. Of, I don't. I'm lost. In the first one, does he go back or does he go further? He's going into the the um the in the first one. Reality. Yeah. He's going into the little little tub thing and he put the court like you know what I'm saying. Then he wakes the up the, into the regular reality. The way the trailer plays, I feel like he is in the future. Because when he sees Trinity, he doesn't re- they don't recognize each other. She doesn't recognize him. But he recognizes her. Right. You gotta think about it. if you see all those blue pills he's taking, he's been staying trapped in his the normal the normal world. And then Morpheus gives him the red pill. It's pretty much like, hey, you trying to go get lit, my nigga. Like he turns up after that. Am I right, fellas? So, anyways, yo. <laughs> so, like I said, nah, the trailer looked like it's fire, man. I like that. Like I said, for real, the, but the Yaya, like he's really been, he's really been cooking so he's much for him. between him, Daniel Kuye. Damn, so many great black young actors out right now, man. 
so many. Like, what's the one dude? Um, Ty, what's my boy? The We Will Rise nigga from uh, American American. Uh, what's that show called? Uh, uh, not fucking. Ah, uh, Godfather Harlem. Godfather Harlem. What's the We Will Rise nigga name? But that dude. Really good actor. He's but he's going to be playing. I think he played in that uh, the Walter Dean Myers adaptation um movie, The Gun or Monster, or whatever it was called. Monster. He played in that joint. Um, it's like I said, we got a lot of young, great black actors right now, and it's just it's so sad to see Michael K. Williams passing. When and Jonathan Major, speaking of him, they, like somebody posted a really really dope picture where it was behind the scenes of of Lovecraft Country. And I don't know if like they were just chilling after a scene or which is exhausted from the day or whatever, but it was just Michael K. Williams sitting down with headphones in his ear and Jonathan Major just sitting down, laying on his shoulder. And I don't know, somebody must have just took a picture of it. And somebody was talking about how Jonathan Majors openly spoke about how Michael K. Williams was like a father figure or just treated him like a son on this scene, on well, on not on the scene, but on this show, really just giving him game and all of that nature and when somebody caught that photo it was just a real intimate moment to just kind of see like how how much that michael k williams really cared about the next generation coming in or just really cared about putting somebody on and just being a good person you know what i'm saying like sometimes you somebody don't got to give you that game y'all can go do your scenes and go to the trailer but the hey, fact yeah. that still around and holding you down and you know what i'm saying giving you game when needed like jonathan major is an amazing actor hey I, that's our king, you know what I'm saying? That's our king, Jonathan Majors. Um, me? give me because I'll probably know him by face, but not by, not by name. Oh, brother, 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 brother. Because a lot of these actors, like you know, the gif of Mike uh, Leonardo DiCaprio going like this. Nah, I, I'm, that's I'm that's me. Brother. I'm like, oh, that's, that's him right there. You don't know my king, brother. Oh, that's Gino guy. Nah, brother, that's our guy. That's our Kang. Come oh, on, that's, 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 that's the OG Kang Kang. You know what I'm saying? But, but, um, <laughs> but no, nah, son, like I said, man, it's just a great, great time for black actors right now. And it's just sad that one of our greatest ones of our generation coming up has gone. So like I said, once again, rest in peace to Michael K. Williams, blessings to his family and such, and blessings to all of his, the people that in the lives that he's touched from seeing Sonja, like Sonja, um, John Poston, you know what I'm saying, from um, The Wire and Jonathan Major and so many people that lives that he's touched through film and Marlo too. like so many people, man, like, he posted a oh my God. But like I said, man, got that, man. That said, Matrix 4 is coming out. Um, let's, since we're already on TV, let's talk about it, man. Wu-Tang. Young Black Actors. Wu-Tang, yes, yes. Wu-Tang Season 2 has dropped on Hulu. This past Wednesday, three episodes for your head top. I uh, love that they did that too. They made us wait a year. They made us wait a year and then gave us three out the gate. I like that. Not dead ass, son. Like, I thought this joint was, like I said, first episode. I mean, not, I, don't, I mean, I'm probably going to be able to give you like every single episode breakdown, but like what I got from this episode was really, really good to see like everybody's will starting to turn in this music shit like people are trying to finally leave you see Raekwon uh he's leaving the streets alone he's full he's full like full straight up into the music now you know what I'm saying um shit I ain't know they were still in Ohio 
That first scene at, at the, the party. Yeah, I didn't know they were still in Ohio. Remember when they were leaving? I thought they were just gonna announce the shit, like let them know what was going on, right. and then like they were gonna go back to New York. But obviously they were staying in Ohio. And then that scene at the party. Oh, with Ghostface popping out of nowhere, bro! I popped so crazy. I'm like, look at my nigga, D Lover. I don't call him that. I call him Dennis. I'm glad they finally addressed that on the show. I call him Dennis or Ghost. His little brother finally addressed. I'm glad he did. I was like, he's like, yo, that D Lover shit. Nah, I ain't gonna work. That shit, my nigga. I love his little brother, bro. I'm here to the streets. Yeah, he is hilarious. (laughs) I keep my ear to the streets. I was like, talk to these niggas. When he was rapping fucking scenario, son, that shit was funny as hell. Thugging and bugging on the block with the fire green satin on too. My boy was out there, bro. Like, come on. It was heavy. But no, that first scene was crazy, man. I ain't, I even know I even know they brought ODB ass with them. That nigga just said, "Fuck it, I'll I'll get on the next bus and I see y'all down there." But that scene was just kind of getting back every getting everybody in tune to what's going on in Ohio, and everybody's statue and seeing like pretty much the fucking crazy shit that's Rizza's in with this weird ass light skin nigga. Well, they don't show you exactly what happened till the that's second episode. I figured that they were going to do that. And when they didn't show it, I was like, okay, maybe they're going to end the episode with it or it's right. going to be like revealed when it needs to be revealed. Because they gotta, they got to show it, that shit. But when they come to find out that he ended up popping them niggas and them niggas ended up ratting on them. That's I'm crazy. Like, wow. And then when the nigga taking the switch. Who was my So was it just you that I was talking about Ohio with? Mm-hmm. We was just talking about Ohio and how like crazy. Oh, we was watching AEW. No, we, we, we was we was watching oh, yeah, AEW, last night, last night. and it's talking about Cincinnati and how crazy the fans were. How Mox was talking about how crazy the fans was. How uh, Pillman was talking about how crazy the fan was, and just knowing like Ohio just off like just murder rates and like Cleveland's craziness and you know what I'm saying all of that shit. Like I was just sitting there thinking like, bruh, like Ohio's nuts. Oh, this nigga needs to get out of Ohio. Like Ohio is just one of them small cities, like just kind of like Buffalo, where it's just a small city. Where there's just a, a lot, lot of lot fucking of craziness that can, you can get into. You feel me? A lot of people that don't mean Bro, that. the way dude was taking the stand and he was like, I played in the in the high school football he game. Was, yo, he was. He was. I would have been like, damn, I remember that game too. Boy, straight, I'm oh, saying, like, I would have been like, damn, y'all, you, hey, you remember that? That nigga hit about 107 yards, man. He put, he put the sauce on that snitching. <laughs> you feel me? As soon as he brought up to the game, the old white man was probably like, I did read that in the newspaper. <laughs> you know, old white man on D1. Like, like old white men only know about black kids by reading the sports page newspapers and the fucking shit. Well, he had five rebounds and three assists last game. That boy's gonna be something. But no, son, um, that shit was insane. And how like that turned out with that was saying the whole uh, like him getting off with that shit. I did not like that scene though. Why not? I don't know, bro. Like it was like. Did you expect him to do time? Rizzo didn't no, do no, no time. No, 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 no. It's not about. It's not about the decision. That looks like the line wire line. Yeah. But um, it was the more so fact that <laughs> we watching time. Shit. Are you watching the show? Yeah, I turned off the TV. Okay, bro. It's some show that came on after. Like the dude standing on some like line that looks like the line wire line. But neither here nor there. Back to what we were saying though. Um. It was more so just that 
this felt like such a RZA idea. You know what I'm saying? Like, it felt like they already had the joint, and RZA was like, oh, hey, I finally got that idea. And it was just like, fuck, we figured he was not going to get here on time. I got a bone to pick. I know Ty said it. Ty said I mean I'm negative Nancy today. We're gonna add on to it. Did it was it just me? And I, Ty, I shout out Ty because we she she I, I hit her on the inbox. We was watching it. I guess y'all was watching it too at the same yeah. time. So <laughs> did it feel like the dude playing RZA, his dialogue seemed a little forced? Yes. Like it felt like he was he was talking like this. I have to talk like this all the time. Like, yes, I didn't realize in the first season that he was talking like that. No, I brought it up first season also. I hated, I I hated the accent. First I've been hating his accent oh, since the first season. Cinema. But literally, because how great he how great he is as an actor, I forget about it. No, I mean that might have been it for the first season, but yo, these three episodes. I've been catching it a little too much because you're you're getting used to the character, so you outside you're starting to look at other things, I believe. But I feel the same way about him. Same way I feel about the lady that plays Kane and Mom on on Raising Kane. Like their accents are very forced, and it's like for y'all to be in New York and there's so much talent in New York. How can y'all not find nobody with accents? She's got an accent. Patina is fine though. Rock Rock is not from the states. She is from North Carolina. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant like an accent. Well, like she probably got a heavy British accent though too, though. So she probably got to try to force forcibly cover it up. But that's what I'm saying. I don't know what the fuck this nigga said. Well, the dude, the dude, that, sorry, he 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 naturally has a deep voice. So with RZA already having a deep voice, the you got that. It's just the cadence that RZA has when he talks. He always sounds congested. So. To basically force yourself to sound is really like he's trying to sound like RZA. Pretty much what what Marlon Brando did for Godfather to kind of make that distinct voice, he put the two like pieces of like cloth in his mouth in his jaw. That's so funny though. But it's it's the it's the methods you would go to to really bring the character to life though. You come to me on the day of my daughter's man. You feel me though? Oh, for you come, refuse. But no, like I just feel like I said, man. (laughs) Other than that, though, like I said, he's been he's been stepping it up. Like the scenes where he's like bringing the beats and he's setting up everybody's personal song. Yo, when bro, he was making all I got, when all I got is you played. Was that the song that came? Was that was it that or can it all be so simple? Mm-hmm. That no, he did both. He did both. Oh my! God. He did oh. both. And Ghost did the fucking remix because the scene where they was you know what I'm saying struggling for the when gun he liked when, the beat? when the niggas came and raided the spot. Remember Ghost, remember Ghost pulled up and made the new trap. When the niggas, when the niggas that they beat up at the party, whenever they ratted or whatever, he's it came rapping in, to himself in his head, right? Third episode? Yes. Okay. That was the Can It All Be So Simple remix. Oh. What was the verse that Raekwon was spitting? That they were like, yo, I, he was like, oh, I don't like this beat. That was um, that was cream. That was like a pre, that was like a prequel to cream. Pause. From the crump. What nasty nigga, dog. I grew up from the crime side, the New York side. I didn't hear that part, though. Right, but it's certain lines that are switched up. I wonder if they got any of those scenes on Twitter. 
Because I know when they when they when they did seventh chamber in the first season, you knew it was seventh chamber because even down to him banging on you know the interlude at the beginning of seventh chamber, they even did that where he's banging on the um the pipe. Pause. I ain't gonna lie. When I see we was rewatching that shit and that scene came on, that shit was kind of getting me mad. Like nigga, you just asked me for this shit so you could fucking destroy my shit. Like <laughs> niggas a piece of shit, yo. <laughs> Damn, son. They got all these shits on YouTube. That's Did you crazy. like how they... Um, I know personally for me, I don't like how they didn't show it. Um, The resolution for the Attila shit. How they talked about the resolution, but they didn't really show Yo. it. I figured that was it. Because, I mean, maybe they couldn't get some actors back. Maybe. Who knows? But... um, Hold on one second. I'm trying to find this verse real quick. That's shout out here. Bokeem Woodbine. I know we tried to sl- I tried to slander him earlier, but shout if out I can't to him. Find the, um, if I can't find that verse, Mr. I'm literally in everything. If I can't find that verse, it is just a pre. It is a, a pre like a prequel to, um, Cream though, because that's when RZA came in and pretty much like pretty much had the idea to start Put like his and put his sauce on it. Yeah, but uh, neither here nor there. Sauce on cream? Huh? Putting his sauce on cream. Yeah, yeah so you get some good Alfredo, I guess. <laughs> not on the can. <laughs> you not in the can, Alfredo, nigga. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a can, Alfredo, nigga. You not in the can, Alfredo. That's sick. Oh. That is sick, bro. I hate to go to a bathroom after you, nigga. Wait, Alfredo already made in a can? Yo, that's nah, shit. Like, oh, like, that like my, my oregano in it. <laughs> my ex used to do that shit. She used to make oh, the Alfredo sauce oh, out the can. Burying her so much, bro. Which is she don't way. watch. She don't watch. Damn, bro. She ain't getting no niggas, bro. Bro, when I had homemade Alfredo for the first time, I was like, yo, why why does shit taste so different? Nigga, it was the sauce the whole time. It was homemade. That's crazy, son. That is crazy. Oh, I even thought oh good, perfect. Go ahead. Oh, I ain't gonna play. Some of that that sauce in the can, that ragu and shit. You get a bitch that know how to cook and know Prego. How to cook. It's Prego. Prego is the good one. Prego shit. Man, fuck all of that shit, man. Back to the... Speaking of soft, back to the chef. See, I did that. See, I did that. Segway! Segway King! But now, speaking of them, I thought... I liked the little um scenes that he had that pretty much were character building for him where they... When he was meeting up with Power and he, like, Power's telling him, like, yo, come back. Ain't nobody whipped that shit up like the chef. Boom, boom, right. boom. And he's telling him, like, yo, you, got, you need to go out I here and knowledge you know, yourself. get this cream. Shit. Oh. oh shit. My shit bugging. He told him he had knowledge of self and shit. Nah, I've been here the whole time. I thought my shit was bugging. Just, Yo, the bus driver, right? The mook guy. That's Yo, Chris Parts. I love that scene too, bro. Because I think that's the scene that transitions power to start wanting to manage manage Thank um Raekwon instead of you know what I'm saying, trying to be trying to belittle and do drug shit, whatever, whatever. It took a little bit. I love that scene, bro, because I think with a lot of people, especially in our culture, when we think of drug drug dealing, we always thinking about sitting on the beach. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you think if, if you're thinking of getting out the game, sitting on the beach somewhere, rich as hell, whoop de whoop. But bro was saying it's like, yo, that three million dollars or whatever that y'all think I had, bro, that shit was not as much as you think. That's why I gave that song from Larry June where he says a million is not enough. But it's really not. 
it's really not when you really like live in a certain lifestyle or is having a certain type of means or you got your family to feed. You got people that's sick, hungry. And that's what he said. And he said and his dad to keep them at a at, at a a nice, you know, what I'm saying, comfortable life. And you found you a nice, steady job to keep that shit moving and grooving comfortably. You know what I'm saying? The fact that he said he was able to be here and doing this safely, that's the win. And I think that's what a lot of people that's in these in these streets that want these aspirations that they see from these movies and artists or whatever, whatever, like they found their out. It's that rapping. You know what I'm saying? They're not in this shit no more. They rapping, but but not in this shit no more, my nigga. Like they found their outing. Looking at you, little dirt. I like that part where, like, a little before that scene, I like how um when, in the third episode when they were doing the um inner dialogue for each character, and they did they did powers where he was at the the, the, the little Canal Street stand, and he oh, was like, no. see if he sells me this shit, he losing out on. You know, that, that was a dope, dope little little gem he dropped. Mm-hmm. I thought that shit was dope. I love the whole black Israelite versus the five percenter. I was gonna um, ask you about eight. that because I didn't understand that. I mean, it was just like I said, just just at the end of the day, just a bunch of niggas who I, you know, what I'm saying don't know what we were taught back then and fighting new. You know, what I'm saying ideologies now. You know, what I'm saying you got. But is it not? Uh, it's not. It's not. I don't, don't want to say people who were lost in power. I don't want to do that. It's more so people who just have different beliefs, bro. As simple as that. You know what I'm saying? You got certain people who in in in, in um Judaism, you got some people who believe have certain beliefs in Judaism, some other beliefs in Judaism. You got certain rabbis that believe certain things, you got other rabbis that believe certain things. That's why they have certain different hats and shit like that. You know, right. you know what I'm saying? So it's all about your beliefs. You see, one dude came out looking like the goddamn black ranger, and the other niggas was just dressed like regular dudes. Like so it's, it's, ranger power. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like he, he definitely looked like the Ninja Rangers from fucking like uh the Power Rangers movie, my nigga. Like dead ass. But neither here nor there though. Like seeing that on my own streets, like you know what I'm saying, seeing the black Israelites out, and you know what I'm saying. I ain't never really got ever came across any uh, five percenters. I mean, that's we don't really see it like that a lot for me in my they home. over here but downtown. Yeah, but still yeah, though, it's, it's, down to 5%. it's all like man. Like I said, it's just it's getting you for me at least. It gets you on the path. I take I would take a little bit from them, and I would take a little bit from them. You know what I'm saying? And like a little bit of each side. Whatever positive I could take from the black Israelites to be to apply to my life to be be a better human being, and whatever I could take from the five percenters, you know what I'm saying, to be able to become a better human being. And that's how I look at that shit. I don't want to get too spiritualistic and stuff like that, but it shouldn't take somebody else to tell somebody or to live right like we all know what's right and what's wrong in this mm, world no we don't not everybody I mean, don't shit, don't kill nobody some, some are conditioned, so why people, are conditioned. people do it still so obviously some people don't know some people are just you just said everybody like, knows you see what I, you see what i do but with? i'm just saying some people shouldn't have that you shouldn't need a guideline i mean some people do but Sue, are you talking about like free will? Like, do you think free will? Free will. I'm just saying, like, what the fuck? Like, you shouldn't have to, like at a certain point in life, you gotta be like, damn, you know, like, what the fuck am I doing? About not what? everybody, not everybody has that. Man, people are conditioned to be stuck in their ways and remain stagnant, like a like a hamster wheel, almost. Some people need that guidance. You, some if a nigga like Malcolm didn't have that guidance, he'd probably be dead in the streets. That's a little extreme. God damn. It's extreme, but it's true. 
Because if you didn't have that guidance of, of even, you know what I'm saying, even hearing any rumblings about who the fuck, you know what I'm saying, uh, minister, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know what I'm saying, Muhammad was, or, you know what I'm saying, what is Nation of Islam or any of that nature, that nigga probably would have got out of jail and been doing the same shit he was doing before he got in. But some Everybody needs some type of guidance. Not everybody's on the right path. They need a little steering to get back on track. That's why, you know what I'm saying, niggas like Raekwon, when they found, you know what I'm saying, that shit, it helped them find some type of guidance. Ghosts also, like a lot of these niggas found, you know what I'm saying, Islam and the 5% nation helped them find some type of guidance in their life. That's why the 5%ers were able to, you know what I'm saying, mesh with the street niggas more than the nation of Islam in the earlier years. You know what I'm saying? Well, in those middle years, maybe so. But long story short, you see a lot of dudes who were, and that's probably too, you know what I'm saying? You can see a lot of them, you know what I'm saying, being like what the dude, uh, what's his name? But what was his name again? The big nigga? The Gary? No, the big nigga with the Desi. Uh, fuck, the Desi. The Desi. What was it, Italian or something like that? Attila, Attila. Attila. Like when he came and said, yeah, I heard all that 5% of Muslim shit in jail. Like a lot of niggas be converted in jail, but a lot of niggas come out of jail with that mentality and the jail mentality. You know what I'm saying? So, when he remember when he first pulled up? He had the big, the, the, I think that was like a 50, 40 cal or a Desi, one of them two joints, bro. Damn, yo. You remember that episode when he came out? I gotta go book? back to episode season one. Oh man, but long story short, you like the divine, you like the divine segments, I like how they uh portrayed it. I, I, I liked it. I liked it. It's on my damn nerve, bro. His voice annoys me. You know who he sounds like? You ever watch American Pie? Yeah. You remember the brother that introduced homie to the book? Cause mom, the mom that Stifler bang mom. Nah, it's remember. Okay, so it's Stifler, the nigga that fucked the pie, the nigga that fucked Stifler's mom, and the off-ball nigga, right? His brother, the one that fucked Brittany Murphy. Probably, I don't know. Oh, um, Brittany Murphy. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Terry Reed, Terry I'm Reed. Gonna, I'm gonna keep it tall. Yeah, Terry. He sounds like he's doing a terrible impersonation of Christopher Walken. He's he's a Spanish nigga too. He little he little he little body. He little Puerto Rican cat. He's, like he's doing a terrible impersonation of Christopher Walken. Like dead ass, bro. He'd be like, "Yo, bro, what? Why'd you not out here selling the dope that I told you to Yo, sell?" Oh, like, yeah, he sounds true. Like. I swear to God, bro. Like, I'm just out here trying to do my thing, you know. Just, I, I'm in school. You don't want to give me no pussy no more. This, <laughs> like, work, this workers' comp stuff is like a second language. It's bilingual. I work for free. <laughs> That's what that nigga voice be killing me. He crossed the old boy. He was like, drop that suit. And then he choked him. Oh my God. The nigga for the union? Yeah. Yo, pulled up on that nigga like three stacks and fucking four brothers. Yo, I didn't pull up on that nigga at his crib. Oh, no. yeah. Nigga hey, Devon yo. forgot where he was at. My man. Hold up. Come outside real quick. Gotta holla at you. <laughs> that Take this walk with me. For real though. But some was really wild though. The nigga, as soon as the nigga said, yo, that nigga really ain't even get hurt. Say less. Say less. I mean, I feel, I feel divine. This is my only source of income. You're fucking exactly. it up for us. And for the niggas that for inmates, that they're the only nigga that's hiring inmates yeah. too. Like you wildin', bro. You really wildin'. Ah. You fucking the bag up. Yeah, that was that was that was a good scene. Um, how'd you guys feel about the ODB scene with the baby father? 
Oh I wanted to hear y'all take on that shit. One man, I guess that's where the lyric from uh, Brooklyn Zoo comes I don't from. believe that shit. I don't believe that one. I don't believe that shit. Not I did not expect bit. that, though. I if didn't expect the rest with a shotgun and didn't even shoot you, like, before he... Niggas don't just play around with shotguns. Niggas don't go close range with a shotgun. You Thank crazy? You. The fuck? That nigga would have been dead on the he street. He got all the way over here, and ODB wrestled the gun away from him. Are you fucking None crazy? of his other niggas pulled out the... Yeah, no, that was uh, that was a way. Yeah, I know he ran. Like he had. Like I feel they just wanted to kind of like find a way to get like, oh, this is where the line came. Nah, fam, I'm sorry. Maybe yeah. if if some nigga told you that from like a third party story, then this is them niggas was really putting um ODB over to like a motherfucker, bro, putting that nigga over to the moon, dead ass. But no, nah, those them scenes were funny though when the nigga was like. Just like, yo, go talk to him. He went to try to go talk. That nigga was like, yo, what? Smink, smink, smink. Like, son. <laughs> Niggas ain't trying to hear none of that when they still want some of that baby. Somebody wants some of their baby mama pussy, bro. They ain't trying to hear none of that shit. I mean, bro. the girl, I mean, she looked good. She, she looked good. Hell. She did look good. He was, that was definitely an upgrade from season one. That's the one, remember, when he was telling them when he was leaving Ohio, he was like, yo, it's the best pussy in the world, man. Remember? That's that's what he was talking about. Uh, I got you. I got you. She cold, though. And she had a little joint trade. She was valid. Definitely valid. She had right? the little short hair like the girl from Total. But yeah, nigga, nigga she definitely was like... From season one was a uh, Tariq girl. Empower. I forgot which one. I'm pretty sure it's the original. Sax's niece? Nah, the black girl. I'm talking about ODB girl from the first one. I don't recognize her from Power. She was uh, Ty, you still on her? I know you know one of Mary J's daughters. Nah, from the first season, not that. Not I have not watched book two. Power. Like, I, no, maybe it, he was she was his girlfriend at some point in time. You got me stomped on, bro. I wouldn't have to watch it, but I, I, no, I she was Ray Ray's sister. She was Ray Ray's sister. Ray Ray. Oh, Ray Ray, the nigga that killed Raina. Yep. Oh, okay. In regular power. Okay. But I mean, like I said, <laughs> I said regular power. <laughs> I'm trying to think anything else. Like I said, I mean, oh, the main thing for me was the the creation of the um songs and such like that. That's what I'm a sucker for. Um, RZA creating his name, showing like I kept saying Zigzag Ziggler that whole time we was there, and for him to finally say the explanation of his name is Zigzag. I was like, ah, let's go, Zigzag Ziggler. Is ruler the Z Zigzag Zig Zigzag That's my boy. Like y'all, so say niggas don't know. Like bro, niggas probably know, but I am. I'm definitely a Wu Tang mark to an extent. What I like is that they're slowly piecing slowly but surely piecing everything together and remember together slowly but surely the stories and we gotta see how raekwon and ghost how that's the main thing next that's the main thing i'm waiting for that's what we gotta see because you already gave me ghost verse for canada i'll be so simple remix so now i gotta get raised and we gotta get how rays come to then he got shot in the foot you so now we look, look at how he, come, how he gets the cane. Remember when you when he first he was coming out with the cane and such. Oh, yeah, the so cane. now we know why he got the cane. Like it's then you really are Wu Tang Mark B because I forgot about that, Bruh. Crazy, bro. You see how Power looked at homie 
RZA. He, he was like, like, cause remember the last time Power and RZA were together, he wanted to kill him. Facts. It's, it, it was vice versa too. And with Power, right? And uh, Divine with Ray. Mm-hmm. And you same see, energy. That's the planting seeds. Planting seeds. Well, well, a little different because, I mean, Divine could have approached Ray and talked it out. I think Ray's in a different space. Power gave Riz a game, though. Well, it was more so like, hey, nigga, you suck. Go do something else. Like, Don't quit your day job. He just gave it to him in a nicer way. He UPS said, is hiring. I think it's, it's, it's better odds if you just stick to the rapping stuff. He just said it in a nicer way. That's it. But uh, I was trying to think anything else. Um, we found out who did, we got our new Inspector deck. New Inspector deck? Who was the old one? Joey Badass, remember? Damn, I thought he played mathematics. Nigga, they ain't bring no fucking mathematics in yet. <laughs> no, fuck, not mathematics. What's my nigga? Um, your, your boy from Ice Cream. Cat? Killer, Master Killer, Capadonna. Capadonna is not Master Killer. Capadonna is Master Killer. They're not, bro. Master Killer has his own like Spotify page, bro. You can like see his face. Damn. Can you edit this? Edit point. Edit point. <laughs> Yo, it's okay, bro. Me, we, me and Sue used to think Gutta Gutta and Kid Kid was the same nigga for like three years. Gutta Gutta and T Streets were the same person to me. Hey, Adam in. I thought we thought all of these niggas were the same nigga. <laughs> like, period. Dead ass. So you're good, bro. You're definitely good. But like I said, I mean. Seeing the new inspector deck, cool. Didn't really like. <laughs> I'm from the Bronx. Ain't no Wu Tang niggas from the Bronx. Damn son, where you from? Damn nigga, who brought you home? How you turn blood? Damn, where the fuck this nigga from Plainsville, Ty? This nigga from Sheepheads Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out Sheepheads Bay. Yeah. Oh my god, that's hilarious! But no, son, like I said, um, I was cool to see, happy to see that. I was wondering who they were gonna bring in for, um, like the switch up, because I mean, obviously, we heard like Joey Battis was leaving the show, and I was, I didn't think he should have did. I thought he kind of should have switched. You know what I'm saying? He could have double fisted with power and yeah, like we seen a lot of actors switch up. You know what I'm saying? Shows, especially being on big shows too, like the lady who played Maggie on um Walking Dead. She was on a whole other show on NBC and came back to um Walking Dead. Like. It ain't shit, but they could have pushed back his time to, to really show up and kind of had you got, you know what I'm saying? Because they, they introduced you, God, also, as their, like, plug, pretty much. Oh, man. I thought that was crazy, though. I was like, oh, shit, niggas be trying to clown you to you, God, but you, God, was moving and grooving out here. Fuck is you talking about? Is, is you, God, top three bottom Wu-Tang members? I'll take him before I take the Killer Priest niggas and all of them niggas. I mean, they ain't going to come kill us, so... <laughs> I'm just saying, I listen. We ain't Mickey Fax and them niggas. His verse on Triumph before I listen to a lot of them guys. Oh, Triumph! Triumph came on um when he when he um when he won the case. That wasn't Triumph. Triumph. That was Tears. I'm tripping. That was Tears. I'm tripping. It do feel, but it do feel like that Woo album, don't it? It does. Then because the thing, crazy thing is, now that's how I'm right with you because I. For some reason, I thought that song was on that tape. I don't know why I thought that song was on. Triumph that tape. was on where Uzi, Uzi ring and and, and battle was it Gravel Pit? That was in that album, right? That's what um, 
my joint cash roof scary hours um oh scary hours is a wu-tang thing good to know scary hours no money out drake is a wu-tang come on that's my boy but now son like i said i just love seeing the creation of the songs and the stories that come from behind them pause like that shit (laughs) why are you pausing i don't know bro (laughs) that sounded crazy but um Oh, that's what this is, is an actual game of Frogger. That's sick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, NBC is weird as fuck. You need to just bring bits. Man. Wait, they run over people like with actual cars? I don't no, know. They got it. This is pretty much this, an obstacle course. It does looks like it looks like guts for sure, though. It does look like guts. But um, neither here nor back to the show, though. No, you thinking the legends of the hidden legends of hidden temple? That's what it does look like. They're bringing that back in October. Oh, what? Word. What guts? Nah, um, legends of the hidden temple with adults. That's cool. I'm probably not gonna watch it though. But like I said, back to the show, man. Like I said, getting some really um get really good creation of like I said, the songs, the storylines. I'm surprised. How do you guys feel about the guy playing um Ghostface? What's his name? Sadiq. Uh Sadiq uh, name, last name. Young light skin. Young light skin. He's not light skin, bro. He's like my complexion. The the D lover nigga? No, he's my complexion. Oh, he's like our complexion. Me and Ty had this conversation last night. Nah, Ty, he light skin, right? He light skin Jones. He's like brown. bro, everybody that is like margarine colored and up is light skin. Somebody called me waffle colored. I don't know. Yeah, how to yeah waffle colored too. That's that's light skin to me. Sadiq Saunderson. That's a name. You know, hey, that's a lot of. You know, that's a mouthful. Inside, you know what the inside of a Twix looks like when you bite a Twix? That's a lot of S's and that's the, that's the color of your skin. That's a lot of that's a lot of S's. That's you got more S's in Mississippi. <laughs> Actually, shout out to um shout out to um damn who just had a uh they just got them for their magazine. Fuck. Yo, real quick, a real RIP to Fuquan no, Johnson. Color magazine, man. Hold on. Go to Facebook real quick. Go ahead, Fifty Comedian Fuquan Johnson out of Jersey passed away this weekend as well. Also, from you know, what I'm saying, lace cocaine out here in these streets. Man, are, are we done with the Wu Tang recap? Yeah, Stu, you got anything else? But that, well, that was what I mean to ask y'all. Did y'all do y'all like the guy playing? Um, you know, what I'm saying Ghostface, y'all, how y'all like him? So far? I like him better than the nigga playing Divine. How you guys? How you guys feeling about guy playing Raekwon? He's up and down with me for some time. I feel like he has a real nah. his his voice is he's a good actor. I think think his voice is still like a little too babyish for. I've Raekwon. loved him since Happiness. dope. Hmm? I've loved him since dope. No, I like him. I like him as an actor. I just like I just like when I hear him rapping Raekwon's verses, is like his voice is too like kiddish. For season like, one, it worked though. For season one, it was. You didn't like it? Mm-mm. Nah. Mm-mm. I'm gonna keep it tall with you, bro. Even when even when the brother that plays RZA does his raps, I don't have no problem. When dude play Ghost Dudes, like everybody, I don't really have no problem. I'm not gonna hold you. Ray. The person that fits their character perfectly is Dave is meth. That's the and the dude play a song. And the dude play ODB. Yeah. Because he and looked, he, I, well, I think he's related to that plays Jizza. And the brother, I really like how he plays Jizza. Harry. Yeah, I like his role. He mm-hmm. he doesn't get enough credit. He's a really good actor on that show. Well, because he's low. He's he's been low for most but of the show. But, but a lot of those scenes where they come to talk to him and such, he gives away some really good scenes. Like when he's talking to um 
when he's talking to Asan about what to do with the baby father, when he's talking to um Riza and telling like, yo, you're like, damn. When you hear him, it's like, damn, maybe I should switch my name. <laughs> and that's when you read that little, the little Easter egg for Jizza and shit like that. Like, this is little scenes and such where he's like giving them more of the OG game. You know what I'm saying? I always, always, I just wanted to give him some flowers on the show too, because a lot of people don't talk about him. But um, we need the hair nor there, man. We need the hair nor there. Oh, um, yeah. What's what you say? Was it? What you say? Erica, Erica Alexander, her playing the mom. She's been knocking it out. Dog. Uh, Erica Alexander has been around for. It's been really good acting on the show. Like even Bokeem Wilbon, he well, I never really have no complaints with him as an actor. He's that, been doing this thing on here. Um, what was the um? I'm not sure what the white boy name was. Oh, like the dude him. plays um Steve Ripkin. Yeah. Yo, yo, he sounds just like Steve Ripkin on the phone. If you if you listen to a Steve Ripkin interview, remember Drink when he was up? Yeah, don't don't the dude who plays him sound just like him? Yeah, I was like, hey, yo, that's kind of creepy. Like, are they doing a voiceover? Like, they do a lot of like like their attention to detail. Also, the producer, I believe, that was talking about Kooji. The song that he was talking about, correct me if I'm wrong, but the, remember how he was like, oh, I got some new shit with Kooji. Was it, was it going to be Illustrated that? Blues? I think so. Well, let's think, but we got to think about it. Timeline-wise, they're right now, they got to be in 92, because the singles didn't start dropping until like right. 93, and the Illustrate album came Blues. out 94, right? The album came out 94 or 93? 94. 94, right. Answer. So, um... Yeah, so we got to be in '92 right now, like yep, late. It, yes, sir. Be like, Ill Street Blue, Ill Street Blues '92. Yep. Produced by. Excuse me. Cause the produce oh Trackmasters. Mm-hmm. So, did they just say that Trackmasters produced right? But no, this dude probably this dude probably did some records on there. He probably helped on a record or whoever this dude is or whatever per se. Fitzroy. But. I'm not gonna lie to you though. That B Rayquan was rapping on was fire though. I even go hold you. That was some <laughs> rock Marciano type shit. That shit was hard. Of course you like it. I was like, <laughs> like maybe his brother should keep this. <laughs> this nigga already was like, yo, you know, so so like, fire uh, this shit. You need the other beat for another song, but I'm gonna keep this. This nigga was like, yo, throw rock on that shit. <laughs> you heard? Like, but nah, man, dope, dope, yeah, dope. Dope starts to the first three episodes, man. Um, like I said, I'm ready for this season. Like I said, the stories to flesh out. We already know the main story we're waiting on is to see how Ghost and Ray become friends. That's all I'm waiting for right Have now. Have they talked about it in real life at all? I don't know. So I this will be the first time we see it. I don't know. Well, they haven't had any you know, run-ins. Only Divine and Ray and power and risen. they had one like at the end of the first season where they go oh, to um, this 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 season these oh, first no, they haven't season. even seen each other right so it might still be some tension there remember he didn't i don't even think ghost pulled up to the studio ghost he left gold remember he left after the video shoot because they saw him like he saw raekwon mm -hmm. he was like nah, i can't be here with this nigga here so right so they even they wasn't even at the studio session together so Didn't he like throw a chair or some shit. Yeah, he spazzed. They had to kick him out. Yeah, but no, nah, man. Like I said, great start to the first three episodes. I'm ready for this season, man. I have my Wu Tang hoodie. You know what I'm saying? I was rocking my shit. You know what I'm saying? Pull out a Wu Tang hoodie. Yeah, boy, this shit is fire, bro. Had to rock my Wu Tang hoodie, bro. You know what I'm saying? 
I need me some Wu World Gang shit. Bro. I was listening to Wu at work earlier, man. I was in the ice cream. That was even crazy. When we was playing commercial, when it was on, went on the commercial on the Hulu shit, I was playing Can It All Be So Simple Remix just to play some shit. Or I think it was played before we, it was a little time after we was watching something, I was playing it. And to see that verse being played on there, I was, yo, know, as a fan, because that's one of my favorite, like, Ghostface verses. Like, that was crazy. Because I'm looking at the story. I'm like, I'm listening to the verse, and I'm seeing, like, when a nigga has a gun to his face, and I'm like, is this nigga about to shoot him in the neck? Because, oh, shit. And then. Okay. That's what that's what they were recreating in the. What yeah, that's what we got to talk about. Fucking. Um, Cherie having the baby. The same day he was in the he was in the hospital. Yeah, that was a bug out. Crazy, that's crazy, son. Having your seeing your baby for the first time when you after you got shot like that's insanity. Yeah, yeah I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of the game. And she tells him she's like, "Yo, you gotta leave Ohio. You gotta go with Bobby to New York." See, but he ain't trying to hear that shit though. Now he ended up leaving. You know he did, but again he wasn't trying to hear that shit. He was like, "Nah, I'm about to. We about to get busy, my nigga. I got a baby now." We about to go crazy in the streets and Rizzo like uh, okay again uh, mother from Friday boy <laughs> <laughs> was like uh, I got a record for you <laughs> I like that he did that though he personalized what so is each record so the record for Raekwon is can't all be so simple the record for ghost is no, the record for I think the record for um Raekwon is gonna be cream so they're all getting cream, is what it is, right? No, it's because only a person's people on cream is uh Ray and oh. um, Spectre, Spectre Day. So then, what did he give Ghost then? All I got is you, and, and well, that's Ghost personal. Oh, song. that's what it is. He's giving them the singles. He was on a hook. I'm talking about the verses. So he's about to give Method Man M E T H O D. Remember, he was rapping it in the hallway. Yo. Look at how you see it, it damn and then he's gonna give ODB Brooklyn Zoo. That's fire. That's fire. Who who is behind this show? Is it Rizza doing a lot of the, the writing and directing? All of them, all of them got some you know some doing it. Just like, looks like how they did with the with the new edition shit is what they're doing with this. That's dope storytelling. That's really fire. good. We really got the that's why we gotta be so happy. And appreciate when our stars and our legends are still alive and healthy to be able to tell us their stories, mm -hmm. tell us these stories like that. We got to give them these flowers because it's like we, they don't have to do this. They don't have to flex. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is their personal lives. You know what I'm saying? And they're taking the time out to give it to these people to flesh out to us. You know what I'm saying? So I got to, I got to, you know what I'm saying? Kudo, thank you for that because it's really good material that they're giving us right now. It's really good movie. I mean, really good show. Really good actors right now on here, man. Other than that, man, let's move on. What we got next? I think we should, let's go on to let's see what we got. Let's the go. debate of the century. You want to go into that? Yeah, man. So um you want to uh, do the first take style? You say uh, your soliloquy yeah. uninterrupted, and I'll say my soliloquy. Let's, let's, let, let's let them know what's going on first. So obviously, um, if you haven't been under a rock, um, PWI has released their top well, their PWI 500 and but you know the news is always what the top 10 is and this top 10 you already knew the whole year the whole year has been a racehorse between two people but you already know people want to see what the top 10 was and who was going to be on the cover and number two was 
Roman Reigns, and number one was Kenny Omega. And a lot of people were in an uproar about that. The key is dead. I mean, like I said, man, from from what I what I seen from um, the interview where they announced it. Um, shout out to Break um, Busted Open Radio on Sirius XM, Dave LaGreca, um, Tommy Dreamer. They had the um, editor for the uh, PWI Pro Wrestling, Pro Wrestling Illustrated on there, and he announced it on there. And I mean, he gave his explanations on what the criteria is in situation or the situation for the for the situation. Pretty much, he's saying. Like their their influence in the game, you know, what I'm saying level of difficulty with their uh, opponents, um, activity, you know, what I'm saying all of that good stuff, you know. What I'm saying? And when they looked at all of that stuff, I mean, they they sided with Kenny Omega. I mean, I what I'm, it's no argument for me, man. When you put it on, when you look at activity, that's that's where that's where that meat and potatoes is, it's activity. And then when you have the sprinkle of influence where you go to you know what i'm saying you're bringing eyes to a triple a where people probably haven't ever watched a triple a match before in their life prior is watching it to him watch watch him versus laredo kid or him versus phoenix or you know what i'm saying him versus andrade or go to tna and wrestle moose or wrestle sammy callahan in a no house bar you know what I'm saying death style match or wrestle rich swan and like on top of that he's wrestling a multitude of different styles and all of these matches are bangers still. Like, you're wrestling the athletic, you know what I'm saying, beast that is Moose. You're wrestling the cruiserweight styles of the Laredo kids and the, you know what I'm saying, uh, well, more so, uh, well, I'll say, what's his name, Rich Swan, and then more of the, the pure lucha styles of, you know what I'm saying, Laredo kid and the evolution, evolutionized styles of, what's his name, Phoenix. And just Andrade, who is just a once in a generation type of, you know what I'm saying, wrestler. Like these matches have all been amazing. And you take on top of that, once he got the title, and once on, let's keep the keep this in mind too. The the actual time period between for their uh judging is I think he said it's between I think he said June, like somewhere like mid-June of 2020 to July first or something of that like that nature so from last year june to july of the of the next year and in between that time you gotta think kenny had the tag team titles and they ended up losing them you know what I'm saying? but they were winning but when they lost them to ftr right after that he's in the tournament for the world title wins he had the one got the body bag on sunny kiss hey sorry my brother i love you my brothers but hey kenny kenny smoked your shit and that's where we get the infamous meme you know what i'm saying <laughs> and then right after that though but within those tournaments he's, he wrestles penta in a fire match and wrestles adam page in a fire match and goes on to have, wrestle moxley and get the title and from then on you get the barbed wire match you get multiple um like just defenses on tv whether it been against joe janela jungle boy who won the casino boy battle royale um who else he wrestled with on tv uh, he wrestled Phoenix on um, New Year's Smash, which was some people have that as one of their best matches of the year. You know what I'm saying? Um, who else did he wrestle? I'm trying to not forget all the fucking tag matches and shit. But outside of that, you know what I'm saying? Then you get the impact title win against Rich Swan, then defenses against with that with Moose and the match against uh Sammy Callahan, which is one of my favorite matches of this year, which I feel a lot of people 
which solidified his run for a lot of people as seeing like, yo, this dude can go from this into having a regular match here and having a, a death match style match here, then going over here to have a, 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 a crazy fast paced match over here. Then you come, you just see where he has the, he loses the belt to Christian, but the night before has a banger. The night before has a banger with Andrade. It's nobody out here putting in that work at that level and with these titles. You know what I'm saying? Like putting like putting matches on. Like the matches for me makes the prestige of the title. If you see how hard these guys are fighting for this title, for me builds the see like these guys are fighting that hard for this title, this title should mean something. And when I see great matches from these opponents that go up against Kenny Mega, they may, oh, he's bearing bearing or whatever, whatever. I'm not looking at it like that. If it's a banger, you're going to go back and watch that shit. You know what I'm saying? If it's a banger. And that's why I've seen him having nothing but those, especially when it comes to title matches. Until you take out the Joey Janela match was just like, you know what I'm saying? A little cool match. And that was even no disqualification. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's been in all type of bags with all type of matches, with all different types of people. Any time of night, a fighting champion as a heel that's that's a lot that's that means a lot that's when you talk about activity he's moving and grooving and it's not just not just numbers it's not just quantity it's quality with the quantity okay that's a nice little bar that was a nice little bar all right so all right let me ask you a question roman reigns won the universal title when he won it. I think a year ago. He wanted it uh August. So 2020. August right? 2020. Kenny won his about December 2020. December. That's keep that in mind. Right. Reigns title reign, no pun intended, is a full calendar year where he's already about to eclipse Punk's record. Omega's reign is under a year. So, but that's that's a caveat here. He hasn't even been with it six months. Well, man, he has, he has. I, under a year, it's still, it's he's still about a couple months from a year. He's the longest reigning AEW champion. Still under a year. He's the longest reigning AEW champion. And this nigga's the longest reigning Universal Champion. So, what are you saying? Should cancel each other out. But his reign is longer. But that's a petty argument. Let me move on. It's a petty argument. Now, you made a point yesterday. I need to make a comment where you made a comment at. You said that it's not it's wrestler of the year, not character of the year. I understand that. True. However, let's not pretend like Reigns matches haven't been entertaining. I mean, they're as about as entertaining as they're going to be within the restrictions of the E, but you know, Kenny doesn't have those and he benefits from those from that freedom that he gets as he should. But remember, Roman doesn't get the same privileges that Kenny gets at AEW and he's still listen, he's still doing what he's in in this ring, he's still cooking food with those restrictions and also putting his people over too. That's another thing. Through this title reign, Reigns has the Usos look 
probably as as good as they've looked as good. I want to say when did when did the new day the Hell in a Cell match with the Usos happened in 2017? Yes. Probably that was the last time they looked this good. I agree with that. That's all Reigns is doing. That's him basically saying, let me take my cousins under the wing. That's all him. So Reigns makes them have better matches? Because I could have sworn Jimmy was off TV for half of that time period. So main event Jay wasn't a thing? You're talking about the Usos. Jimmy just got here. No, Jimmy benefited. You know how he benefited? Because he could have gotten the boot after that DUI. Who vouched for him? You don't know who vouched for him. You don't know who vouched for him. No, 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 no. Let's keep it tall. If we're going to talk, we don't know who vouched for him. We don't know shit we're not, about. We're not stupid. We're not, but I'm not about to act like I know who the fuck vouched for him, bro. Like, but you more or less. It was Reigns. Reigns calls the shots back there. If that's what you want to say, bro. He's seen a status. That's what you want to say, bro. He made the universal championship mean more than the bullshit on Raw. Am I lying? Am I lying? No, no, look, get your get your points off, bro. Okay. Um, because I wrote I wrote these down. Um, Cesaro. Cesaro never got near the title ever, and the closest he's gotten to a title shot is a Money in the Bank opportunity. Got him, got him the shot. Looked good in a loss, lost gracefully. Now, granted, him and him and Ray, him and Ray wasn't a good match. I understand. Michael Jordan had a bad game every other time, right? Um, still has one of my favorite matches of the year, the Triple Threat at Mania. Don't act like that wasn't a good match. And then his reign, like his matches, have that Mayweather effect, and I'll tell you what I mean by that. The Mayweather effect is. You watch the matches to see him lose. Also, you also watch the matches because the way they've been booking his reign is at the end of every match, somebody comes to challenge him. Somebody pops up. You know, Lesnar popped up after Cena. Cena popped up after um Edge. Edge popped up after, after um Cesaro and, you know, Finn, so on and so on and so on. So they're... Having us with there, we have our eyes glued to his matches to watch him lose and to watch who challenges him after. But also, long term booking wise, they already got four challengers ready for this nigga whenever. That's all I got. That's all you got. That's all I got. That's all I need. So first thing I'm going to rebuttal is the that I can remember offhand is the um, the relevancy of the United with a uh, Universal Title versus the WWE Title, or is it just Raw in general? The relevancy of the titles of both. Yeah. So why is Bobby Lashley on the top ten if he's not relevant? He's right. Where where, where is he in the top ten? Right under Roman Reigns. Bullshit, is he? 
He's number three. I'll go and find the list for you right now, brother. I thought Finn was number three. No, sir. He is number eight, actually. Well, she. Let's see. Here we go. PWI 2021. Come on. Give me the list. Give me the list. Give me the list. All right. Hold on. Give me a second. Watch out. Probably just blew up from my phone. Wish Fresh could have sent me that shit. But I know those were the top three, though. Also, Reigns did a complete 180. Changed his character and flourished. Omega, we knew all... That's another, and I made this point in the group chat. But you just... Huh? Uh, uh, matter of fact, hold on. Let's do... Let's do who, did, who did you choose? Do you have any stick uh, taking it? It, uh, it, it? It's Kenny Omega for me. Because for everything that you said, and not even the ride that way because I don't even look at him like that, but as a wrestling fan, as somebody who's not biased, he deserves it and he shows it. Like, he's not my number one guy, but he puts on number one matches to me. Like, I can Who would be your number one? Matches and not even be Kenny Omega. Not even but you said he guy. wouldn't be your number one, so who would be your number one? If they did it right, Bobby Lashley. If they did what right? If they did it right, like with the Hurt Business. It'd be pretty much the same thing they're doing with Roman Reigns, but I'm rooting for everybody that's black. So if they gave Bobby Roman's story. Hmm? Well, they pretty much, they was like, hold on, because Bobby's was before the Roman story. Remember. I mean, I'm kind of with you. I I like Bobby as a champion. Similar. Hold on, y'all. It's a little bit too similar. He got a faction. He got a faction. Yeah. Because come on now. He had a tag team and a manager. So the difference with the Reigns is, though, remember, Roman doesn't wrestle on free TV like Bobby Lashley does. They protect Roman. They protect Roman just for pay-per-views. Roman is a little more... What'd you say? They protect Roman strictly for pay-per-views. He doesn't wrestle on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah. Wow. In his no, not even not at all. Well, I think he, just wrestled, he just wrestled Friday. And plus but before that, we wrestled uh Braun Strowman when he beat him with the can go back even further than that, too, because Bobby, if they did him right from the beginning, he would be like I mean, he's WWE there. champion right now. What is not bright with being WWE champion? I'm talking about like, uh, like the Brock fight and like minus the line of shit. The I mean, that's that's gone now. I ain't about to be you know saying, shit, harping on old shit. shit. Yeah, but I'm saying now. if they did it right, he'd be looked in the same regard down there as him. He's a top guy to me, but he's not treated like a top guy. Damn, they put Lashley over Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre, Kota Ibushi, John Moxley, Will Ospreay, Finn Balor. Shingo Takagi, Rich Swan, Bobby Lashley being at number three. Come on, from coming from the the line of stuff and being number three on PWI and being your the WWE champion, like what more do y'all be wanting from? Like he's 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 they did it right. The bigger travesty. I'm talking about WWE with his whole storyline and stuff. I'm not talking about PWI. I'm not. Rich Swan, Bobby's at now. Yeah, I like his placement. He's good money in a perfect in my world. I would have him as number one. But for this list, 
I like Kenny Omega as number one. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Even in a perfect world, I don't think he would be number one. Because like that's I said, like, that's why I said the, the the slowdown. That's why I would agree to the slowdown after the breakup of the like that little bit of confusion after the breakup of her business yeah. hurt him a little bit. But it was the the push after that. That's why you have to. And have, he doesn't really have like that many like crazy crazy like matches like that. But he make is his dominance. My point that Wayne. keeps the Reigns, Reigns has that too already, but better. That's why he's number two. Fair. No, he has a fair. no. He has a better manager. What dominance? He's having better promo. He's showing dominance in better matches, whereas, like, the first match with Daniel Bryan smoked him so bad that Daniel Bryan had to come back for another one. And another, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, the Rey Mysterio match or, like, uh, how he, with Cena in those last parts of the match or, like, like the Hell in a Cell or the, the I Quit match. Like, that sense of dominance with the great storytelling in there is, you know what I'm saying, why it takes him above the Drew McIntyre's, the 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 Bobby Lashley's as that number one, you know what I'm saying, brute force. He in, also added you know, a lot. What else did he really add to it other than the guillotine? A lot of technical yeah. shit, a lot of submissions and shit. Only thing he does a lot. the guillotine, bro. The guillotine choke, and then he does some shit. He does the uh, the calf. What is it? The calf crusher? He did the calf crusher on somebody. Oh, I must have missed that. Not like as a modified, it's, it's a leg submission, but I've been seeing him use a lot of you know, Matt. In but Matt, I will say, as a heel, you always know me, I always like old school heel shit, so yes, add more holes, rest, and shit like that to your uh, to your uh, repertoire. I'm not mad at that, but once again, just same thing I told, same thing I told to kind of rebuttal something. What did Omega add? That's the thing. What do we need? What do you got to add to something that ain't fit? They ain't broke. When he broke, it to be fixed, though. With that mentality, that's why Roman's number one. Roman went back to the drawing board. This is the same thing I told Dre. You're not going to give somebody... You're not going to give somebody... You don't give somebody an appreciation award just because they are finally learning how to do this shit now. So Omega don't got an appreciation... That, what they just gave him, isn't an appreciation award? No. It's not for just now learning how to do this shit. Is with doing what he been doing. Remember, he's on here twice. This is the second time on here. So is Reigns not doing a one eighty? Is completely happy that you just like we would say for niggas in NBA, a nigga that has a one eighty is called most improved. You can't give him most improved. Oh, but you can't give him most improved because he's Roman Reigns. Well, yeah. So that's, that's literally that's literally. You know what I'm saying? Bias in the NBA goes to second year players mostly. So my nigga, if if Kobe, if not gonna say Kobe, let's say I'll look at Roman more as mm, I look at, I ain't gonna lie. If I look at this month, I always look I, I always looked at Kenny Omega's LeBron as a guy where people like they want to say he's like they want to put him with the listen. You gotta think about it. Think about LeBron. They wanted when they first they wanted to put him with the Kobe's. They wanted to try to compare him with the Mikes and such, but he didn't move like them. You know what I'm saying? He didn't business wise or different. Or he moved differently. You know what I'm saying? Whether people liked it or not, but it still got him to the places it needed to get him to. You know what I'm saying? That's all I say. But neither here nor there. Look at AJ, like the Kobe's, and you know what I'm saying. The guy, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I never take that away. You know what I'm saying? But 
when you say they don't move the same way, though. You feel what I'm saying? I like how you called AJ Kobe. I respect that. that. I, I, I give him respect. I guess why I said LeBron, is, I give him is because when you think of like the fucking like, move, like when you think of the Miami move, that would be instead of like, okay, you would think LeBron would stay with Cleveland or, you know what I'm saying, continue to do whatever, whatever, whatever. You're like, nah, I'm going to go over here and see what I could just flip, just spice up the game a little bit. Take my you time time Whether people liked it or not. You know what I'm saying? But is Angle your Jordan? Angle? It's, diff- it's difficult. I would call my Jordan. Angle of Benoit? I mean, that's just me. But if I'm just talking about in that kind of style of like the like people's like favorite wrestlers or like the the like the wrestler of the generation type guy, you can always say like HBK was that for the '90s. You say you know what I'm saying AJ was that for the 2000s, and you can for me I say Kenny Omega for the 2010s. Over Finn? Oh no no, because you you say Finn is a little. Would you would you say Finn is in that conversation too? Nah, LeBron. <laughs> See, man, now you disrespect. <laughs> let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. But let's oh, we got to talk about this. Shout out Ty for tagging the team. Yo, yeah. Let, let's, we can listen to that. We can listen. We get to our music portion. I'm glad I, I listened to a little bit of that earlier, though. But we're going to get to that. But um, any last takes on the top 10, man? I mean, just like I said, for me, like I said, I don't I can't give Roman like off of that. Like say geez just now or he's now stepping it up that's like i told dre if you've been doing your job consistently you know what what is the job analogy he was talking about yeah if you've been doing your job consistently for five years you've been doing your job consistently people become hey man good job you did a nice report right there good job bro you know what i'm saying whoop de whoop then you have this one dude who's probably like the the son the, the boss's son or cousin or some shit like that who just don't give a shit about the job? You remember the remember the one dude from um what movie was it? Uh is it casino where the dude was like the he was like the, the senator's son or some shit like that? So when he was like hang around yeah. The, yeah, yeah, and he was fucking up, he fired him and shit like mm-hmm. that. But it's like having one of them niggas around, you know what I'm saying? Like one of them niggas that they know they got put here, you know what I'm saying? They know they position. And it's like, I can half fast it. Like, I know I'm going to be good later type shit. Not saying that's exactly Roman. I'm just trying to the way The game. way you describe Roman as being the senator's son from Casino, I don't like that. Hey, bro. I don't like that. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. I, I agree hey, with bro. you with your point about it being wrestler but, of but, the but, year. No, but let me finish, though. Let me finish the analogy. If he starts doing well at his job and they throw this motherfucker a fucking pizza party and off his balloons everywhere and shit because this nigga is finally doing his job what does that say to the nigga that been that been doing this every year elsewhere. or maybe is that we should appreciate what's the consistency versus somebody who's just now coming to the cool table to take a quote from fly god praise both uh, it's only it's you can't be number one, man. Do you like Ray? Because I, I like Omega. No, I'm just telling you why he's number two. I've been well, rocking with everything Ray, Ray's been doing, and I've been rocking with everything Omega been doing. You know that, but he's right. not but, number one. But I've been telling you this though, bro. I've been telling you this, so this one. is nothing new. Like I've been telling you, Omega been my number one. 
Like Miz wanted in 2011. This don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. Bro, he, he's we're not about to do that to Miz because Miz was was kind of crazy 2011. If you go back and watch, worst worst WWE champion. One other yeah, way. Usually after, but the build up to that, I give you that. But the rain itself. Yeah, I remember, bro. The the it's only in a certain time period. It's from the summer to summer, bro. From summer to summer. So he wanted in between that, obviously. And, and you got to think about it too. And it wasn't that much competition out during that time, too, bro. Like eight, yeah. like TNA wasn't really like that popping. New Japan wasn't popping like that. ROH hasn't really didn't really hit a stride like that yet. And you know what I'm saying? TNA had TNA was popping. 2011 TNA was around. Not as it wasn't as much as I that, that would be with WWE. You had more players in WWE still. You know what I'm saying? That was pre aces and aids. But you still had the you still had Cena in his prime, bro. You still had like Punk. You still had like a lot of these guys over in WWE. You know what I'm saying? Like this lot of those. That's what guy was saying. The, the editors like back in those days, like WWE would fill that shit up because they were the main. They were the main guys on the block for real still. You know what I'm saying? You still have some guys sprinkled around, but it would mainly be, you know what I'm saying, WWE guys. Like one time it was a year, there was eight of them. But you're saying for them that still have four this year, is still good. You know what I'm saying? So it's not really saying like, you can't really say the E is dead when you got guys. Nah, you know yeah, you can't really say that. Because like, you got Reigns and La- Lashley number three. Hey, I'm going to keep it tall with you. I love this list. I, I really do. I'm going to keep it tall with you. I love this list. I think Bobby Lashley deserves it. I think Drew McIntyre deserves it. I know how I've been putting over Drew McIntyre in, in the COVID era. You know what I'm saying? I highly believe, you know what I'm saying, niggas like you know, these, like all three of those guys deserve it. Um, Finn Balor, come on. The resurgence of his career in um, NXT definitely deserves it. Like WWE, the guys on here that's from WWE deserve it wholeheartedly. You know what I'm saying? If I had an honorable mention, I'll probably put Sheamus on here. That's just me. You know what, uh, what I'm saying? That he's been putting in. You know I, put, I put Big E. Nah, big E ain't doing nothing. I said it's, it's been it's been real big up, then like a real quiet down. Then real big up, then real quiet down. And right now he's in this quiet down moment right now, waiting for that next big up. Did you see what they were gonna do for Adam Cole? What the yes. original plans were? Oh my god, let's speak about sick, it, man. sick. Yo, so shout out to uh Dave Melzer. They um now announced it on FDM. I- Fuck Dave Melzer. No, he, ain't, he ain't do shit to me, but <laughs> he ain't do shit to me. Shit, I'm gonna probably, brother. But anyways, but you know that that it was in creative ideas for Keith Lee that we've been hearing that they've been trying to push him in a in a heel persona lately, and that they were gonna bring Adam Cole as his heel manager in the same light as what's his name, uh, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush, and. I no, I gotta go to the soundboard for this one. Matter of fact, I don't even gotta do that right now. Cause shout out to our brother MJF. We're gonna get into AEW in a quick second. He gave me one of my favorite little joints to have now. Cause what I feel about that motherfucker. Get that shit the fuck <laughs> out of here. Yo, talking about? that he referenced mid. Oh, don't white people didn't know what the fuck he was talking about. Only Sorry. the only the more niggas that be around fiends and like be really smoking some good weed probably knew what the fuck they was talking about. MJF ain't been around no real weed. He ain't been around no za. Hey, hey, we don't know about that. We don't know about that. From what I be knowing about these wrestlers these days, we don't know that. But anyways. Like I said, man, um, that idea was is like I said, that's same thing that that took FTR out the door with the clown outfits 
Is this the oh, same wow. thing that took the that's take that took uh the last straw for um Adam Cole to be like, you know what? I'm good. Fuck that million dollars. I'm out of here. Because I still have integrity at the end of the day. And I'm fucking Adam Cole. What the fuck are you gonna reduce me to a damn manager before? You didn't, to, you didn't do that to Shawn Michaels, my nigga. Fuck is you talking about? You did that to a lot of people they signed, turned them into managers and shit, and then he was just shit after it. Like fucking they did it to Drake Maverick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he was yeah, good though. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> well, not with not with AOP though. No way. Do y'all think that is just this is just Vince just purposely shit in the bed with this talent? I think at this point, I mean, it's, I mean, I really, I really subscribe to that theory that uh, Bruce Pritchard is trying to like implode WWE from the inside from, for them firing from, for them firing him back. Do you in know the day. why, do you know why they fired him back in the day? No, no. Why, Loso? Because he pulled Jesus, a gun man. out. He pulled a gun out in the, um, in the headquarters. <laughs> he has a whole episode where he breaks it down. I mean, and niggas probably trying to press him on some bread. He probably brought the operator to let niggas know what time it was. Like, he got into it with Stephanie McMahon, and then he came back. He was going to he was going to shoot a woman, not her particularly. You got to hear the episode. You okay, okay, you link me to that episode. I'll, I'll listen to it on Spotify. But um, but long story short, though, like I said, man, I can see why Adam Cole's out of here. And when he's just seeing the promos that he's been dropping with since, you know, what I'm saying on on but the promo that he dropped on aw just seeing the passion that he has for what he wants to do here and it's like man fuck fuck like not saying that he said this but just know like yo i'm here with my boys it's time to do the, the shit the right my way. boys are my trick my boys are my shorty i'm gonna do our shit the right way the way that we should have been doing it you know what i'm saying it's like that seeing shit like that is just sick bro it's really sick for guys like adam cole when you see the pop that he had at fucking royal rumble like, no, don't never talk about Survivor Series. Fuck, fuck bro, Survivor Series. Fuck, fuck SmackDown. When he popped up the first time. Fuck that. I'm talking about Royal Rumble, though. Where you have a, any nigga come up for NXT. And they probably won't know this nigga's name. That nigga pulled up. When he did this shit. Adam Cole. That shit. If I'm sitting back, I'm probably been like, H, who the fuck is this? He's like, over. He's over. You feel me? H, who the fuck is that guy? Like Paul. Paul, who the fuck is this guy? Who the fuck is that guy? Oh, actually, speaking of Paul, word. Yo, so happy. You know what I'm saying that he well, he just had a successful surgery. Um, if anybody haven't known, he he went to a hospital. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like I think it's like a genetic, um, like a genetic situation with him. But he had a um, had cardiac. He had cardiac arrest. What'd you say, bro? Vincent Bruce fucking with this nigga blood pressure. Probably, bro, but nah, but nah, real talk, that's all in all seriously, seriousness, though, you know what I'm saying, best wishes to him and his family, yo, get home, just get home, we'll get back, you know what I'm saying, good health, you know what I'm saying, all of that stuff, man, and just seeing a lot of stories pouring out on the internet, just how he's like, you know what I'm saying, helped a lot of people in their lives, like the story he had with Mustafa Ali, where he was like, mm-hmm. was like something was going on with his girlfriend in Chicago, and he was in Florida, he was like, yo, can I just, you know what I'm saying, take a trip out there real quick, booby boop, and he was like, nah, bro, Go be with your shorty, bro. Stay out there. Like, what you talking about? Like, and just seeing it, like, little things like that just shows H is a real, like, human being as he's not just a suit. You know what I'm saying? He takes care of his NXT people. We know that. He's a good dude. Like, Papa H. Like, you had you had Andrade, you know what I'm saying? Saying, like, get well. You know what I'm saying? Like, people, it's a lot of people who he's touched 
and like, you know what I'm saying, helped with their careers in ways that probably nobody else would have did or probably gave them game that, that nobody else probably would have did. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, for me, H has always been one of my guys for a long Same time. So. He's in my mind, Rushmore. Exactly. So it's like, I wouldn't even know if I would have heard something crazy about, you know what I'm saying, bro. So happy to see that, you know what I'm saying, the surgery went well. You know I'm saying hopefully, you know what I'm saying, everything is good at home. Can't wait to see him back in his grooves because that's why I'm starting to feel why that's probably why H, I mean, why Vincent and Bruce probably had to take over matters in NXT. Probably we probably was looking too deep. Not even gonna lie, bro. I think we probably were looking a little too deep into that shit. Where once that story came out, it was like, yo, damn, this nigga it, probably was, niggas. bro. You, what are you talking about age for? I'm talking about this nigga's health and them probably having to take over. You know what I'm saying? Duties, yeah, why this nigga had to, had to go, you know what I'm saying? Take care of his health. He didn't hear shit from Triple H for a minute. Vince on his last legs and damn so. You know what I mean. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Not like that. He's pushing, like, I say this shit about my dad all the time. Man. I joke around like that. He's like, I, I'm, just say, I'm just saying, though, bro. It's not, I'm not talking about age or anything. I'm talking about just having um, somebody there, an interim manager there. To rebrand the whole shit, bro. Rebranding. I mean, that was. I feel like that was going to happen regardless. I feel like that was happening regardless. But I think just with this time with them, they probably was like, "Yo, this will be a good time to try to get this shit back into the vision that we want to do." You know what I'm saying? Not just competing with them. Because, like I said, WWE is in a space where they don't compete. They just continue to do what they do that makes them money. They live in a bubble. They still, whatever they, they continue to get profits throughout these years. So it's whatever they're doing is making them money. Mm -hmm. They can give a shit about what's going on with these other companies. And like I said, and I was going to bring that up too, but shout out to, you know what I'm saying, AW Dynamite. We can actually, we can get into that. Um, they, their last show that they just had finally beat, you know what I'm saying, Raw and the 18 to 49 demo. And they had like 1.3 million viewers, which is only like, uh, like a thousand something less than their um debut show that had 1.4 and like, it was their first show that they beat raw in, pretty much to an extent you know what i'm saying so that was shout out i was gonna give a shout out to them that's mind-boggling knowing how bad raw's been yeah but just that's what i'm saying those like the views like but they can like i said they can really give a shit because they're gonna continue to get the money how they get their money but right. just shout out to aw though because that for that put the work that they putting in and for this year too Seeing where they were year one, where you had a lot of guys where it was like, yo, some of these guys are TV ready, blah, blah, blah. And to see the talent they have now, once again, this is a Booker's dream. Uh, a lot of that talent, you know where they come from. I'm, I'm not going to beat the dead horse, but you know they where come they come from. Ring of Honor. Nigga, they come from Connecticut. They come from Stanford, Connecticut. They come from them niggas. Oh, where were they at before that? Uh, all right, so dynamite, right? Yeah, thank you, thank you, sir. Uh, let's get to it though. Uh, dynamite, man, Cincinnati. Bro, oh, I was about to say Brock. <laughs> What's, Brock his name? Oh. What's his name? Uh, John Moxley's hometown, home of Brian Pillman. Um, well, stay home, Brian Pillman. Nick Gage. Um, Nick Gage. Yeah, it, it was, it was a lot of people, man. That was, uh, well, the two guys that they were promoting was. Um, Brian Pillman and Moxley, but mainly Moxley. We was looking forward to for the Minoru Suzuki versus John Moxley main event, which I was, which was very, very, very good. How old is he? 
Suzuki, I think he's in his like fifties. Damn, man, he moving like that. He's he, man, his diet is probably amazing, bro. I busted open and all that. Yo, yo, I leaking. He had to get a whole seven stitches, bro. They cut him hard way. Hey, man, they 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 gave they sold the people what they were expecting. That's what they wanted. They, to say. They they wanted soul food with some with some. They wanted knuckle sandwiches. They fed them knuckle sandwiches. Man, don't talk about <laughs> you feel me? Punk gave him, Punk gave him ice cream bar, gave him ice cream bars. Menorah and fucking John Moxley gave him knuckle sandwiches, pretty much. Fifty three years old. Fifty three years old. Jesus, getting what cut the mean? hard way like that. And he's only two twenty five. That's not bad. Cause that was I seen the 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 the, the cut that he listen. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But he was moving like it was nothing, though. He took that shit. Ah, ah. I was just like, oh, you just a oh, wow, nigga. We love it. <laughs> 19 losses. Suzuki be on this shit, bro. Like he I said. Wait. From Moxley, I noticed how short he was. How many losses he has in his career? 19. And how long has his career been? Oh, he's been wrestling since, like, see that. 80s fam, and you've only lost 19. That's Brock Lesnar. Like, he come under, he's, he's from under like Carl Gotch, like, like old, old school. Oh, Simon like, Gotch's uncle, yeah, like the old school. shit. That's why his power driver is the Gotch power driver. He can grab you like this, mm-hmm. like, nigga, you're not going anywhere, <laughs> but um, but now, like I said, the match did his justice, loved it, great main event. Um, who started the um night off? What was the start of that night? Dustin Rhodes and Malachi. Good match, also. I'm glad to see Dustin Rhodes. I hadn't seen him in a while. And this is what I was saying. Like, I figured, like, when I seen them two, I'm like, okay, this is gonna be a nice match right here. Because Dustin's been doing nothing but giving us good matches. Anytime he's on TV, he puts in that fucking work. I gotta give Dustin that. He's a worker. At the age he's at too, man. He's giving us some really good fucking work, man. Which I think when you see guys like him, I think it inspires those guys like the Mark Henry's and the Paul Weiss to just see like, let me just see if it's just a different feel over here. Still got it. You know what I'm saying? So I can't be so I wouldn't be surprised if he's influencing niggas to want to get back in that ring for real and really like put in some extra work that they probably didn't think they still had. But um, Mark Henry else? versus Powerhouse Hobbs on the way. Yo, don't play with me, bro. I would love to see or, this. Or he, any one of them ties. Mark Henry's looking now, bro. He looked like he could, like, really probably move in that ring again. Like, he's looking like 96. Bro, any one of them ties, niggas. Cage starts. So, let's speak about that. That was the actual uh, – I, I was he actually won't. after the uh, Alakai, the Malachi and Dustin Rose match. We had CM Punk come out and, you know what I'm saying, pretty much, pretty much do what, like, Cena used to do. Just pretty much be, like, the host of the night and – Give like a, a preview of what's going on tonight and such like that, and shot it out. Yeah. and shot it out. Um, you know, saying Brian Pillman's uh grandmother, I believe, right? That was his grandmother. He was in attendance. Grandmother. Yeah. Yeah. Grandmother. Yeah. That was Brian Pillman Jr.'s grandmother. Yeah, Brian Pillman Jr.'s grandmother. That's what I was trying to say. Brian Pillman Jr. Um, um, grandmother and such. Brian Pillman's mother. Shout it out to her and like just like how we all seen the dark side of the ring episode. Just. Sh- it just gave her her flowers of how beautiful that episode yo she she needs her flowers and that was why I was happy that Punk gave it to him gave him to her you know what I'm saying that was really a great 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 um gesture right there um but after that 
pretty much started talking about what's next for him and such. And out of nowhere, Taz starts explaining, like, hey, yo, whoop de whoop. You know what I'm saying? I got a fucking, you was talking shit about us and in these interviews, and you want to rest with these guys. And, but people, but he was, he did have a source. He was just saying he said him in interviews and such. But nigga, ain't nobody thinking about interviews and such like that. We we talking about shit we would probably see on TV, my nigga. What you talking about? Like, and he's like, yo, nobody brought you up, whatever, whatever. But he's saying pretty much, if you guys want some smoke, give me, give me, uh, give me Hobbs, give me Starks, give me Hook. And I was like, survive if I let you. Yo, and then he bodied him with his own slogan. I was like, you know what? This is why Punk is that boy on that damn mic. This is why he's because when he said, filthy. Like, filthy. Uh, uh. So that that happened. I said that was dope to see. So obviously, Team Taz is going to be their next, his next like thing. I hopefully have all the Starks. I would like to see him and Starks go at it. Nah, bro. Cage I, to be the end game. Why? Cage is not with Team Taz. Cage is not with Team Taz no more. Nah, they like, they like double crossed them. So Cage is a face. I don't think I don't know. I think when you're that big and can and are that like dominant, you should be a heel. You should be a natural heel. Damn, you typecasting my boy. Yes, I am. Terrible. <laughs> Terrible. Yes, Terrible. I am. <laughs> Um, but I like I would like him versus Starks. Obviously, Starks is the heel. He's the leader of the crew. Him, them two on the mic was going to be crazy. I think he'll be able to help him learn some things, like how to clean that shit up too. Like and just seeing the match itself, I think would be really good. You know, what I'm saying learning some things from Punk. I think Starks is a good wrestler, but you could always there's always room for improvement. And having been in a guy, ring with a guy like Punk, what more can you ask for right now? In in the in the, in the space that you are in your career at your age, that a lot of people would love to have that. An experienced punk, you know what I'm saying? That's that's great to have. Um, um the body that the body of the Baker. That's the first. Well, that was the that was the first, and here we go. Oh, you got a runaway to catering where you spent the last four years of your life. Yeah. Quick, quick body bag. Quick, quick body. Bag. Why did she pull up? On, I hate like they. Why did they pull up on each other? That's the thing I don't like about AEW. She like, pulled up on that. She said, they, "Go ahead, no, all bad." Pardon me, pardon me. They capture the fucking. I think WCW and early Attitude Era WWF did that, where they pull up on each other during the interview. Mm-hmm. Like they do that a lot with AEW, and sometimes I don't really understand it. I mean. They would just pull up on me. I don't know, bro. You got Shivani there, like, oh. But bro, I ain't gonna lie, son. That shit. She really pulled that shit out, like. Surprise, motherfucker! I got some heat for your ass, and she want to talk shit, bitch. Like, yo, that shit. Everybody was like, whoa, what? Damn. The quick body. Adam Cole heels. That's gonna be crazy. then, Then literally MJF versus Brian Pillman Jr. Oh my god! Oh Smoke my god! Smoke them! Smoke them! I was already going at you know what I'm saying the family, just getting instant heat. You know what I'm saying? Going at the hat, going at his you know what I'm saying sister and shit. All of that shit, whoop de whoop. But the body of the night <laughs> was when the man said, "Yo, your mom 
could have had a bunch of second generation kids, but she chose to swallow them instead. Son. My nigga. That's just. That that Bret Hart line just got topped. Wait, the sunny days? No, remember no when he said I'm a I'm a bend over your daughter. Whoa, you don't remember that oh, from year one? Oh no, you don't remember that from year one. Who did he say that to? To Brett. Who's Brett's daughter? Nigga, I don't know. Yo, M nigga, this is like MJF is wilding a little bit. Bruh, he gotta he's getting that heat, man. I'm trying to see, I'm trying to get the exact text from what this nigga said, bro. He wilding a little bit, a little bit. Yo, I don't know if this is true or not. Let me read this article. The the the, the title says Brian Pillman Jr. says MJF's promo caused his sister to go into labor. Nah, that, that can't be true. Pillman's sister and MJF brought attention to her in her pregnancy. As it turns out, that might have done the trick to send her into labor. Brian Pillman Jr. tweeted out to let fans know that MJF promo seemingly caused his sister to go into labor. This was after MJF dropped jokes, another in a long line of abortion jokes. In a bizarre turn of events, the encounter between me and my pregnant sister, between my pregnant sister and Maxwell Jacob Freeman sent my sister into contractions late last night, and she's expected to have a baby today or tomorrow. My nephew was about to have the same birthday as me. It's a real week. It's a fucking work. It's a work. I don't think it's that serious to make it a work. It's a work. I don't think the, I mean AEWs out here. It's not that serious. You remember when they took Jericho's belt and we thought it was serious, and then it was a work this whole time. AW is known for that. That was year one. But it's something that blurred the lines. They could be doing that again. Why would you do this with, with, you really want to mess around with pregnancy after he did abortion jokes? You think they really want to make a work out of this? This is like, Tony Khan is a shrewd businessman. They don't have scripts, bro. So what is the work about it? I can't put nothing past wrestling, professional wrestling. Hold on a second. I'm hot as fuck. This fuck, I forgot. It. I'm like, I'm wearing a hoodie. Don't look at my slave hair, y'all. I look like a free slave. Here to get my freedom papers, boss. Hi, <laughs> boss. Shout out to Big Ma's Kitchen. You already know best food Ooh. in this out there. But, um, but nah, son, like I said, man, um, I mean, I don't think it's a work. I think that shit dead ass, bro. But uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if I can find the actual comments. This is why he's shitting on the city. That whole mid shit. This is why he's doing that. Fuck all of this. That's when he was just saying the mid shit. That shit was funny, but I don't give a fuck about that. So here we go. Something to say? Should I come over to her? Call her Roseanne. Okay. Should I come over to her? Oh, that's easy. What you got for me, 
me, Preggers. I'll have you know that I'm Cincinnati's own Brian Pillman, the loose cannon's daughter. As if we didn't know that well, from the punk promo. That certainly would explain your vile looks, so. Jesus. Jesus. So then bro comes out. Well, Jacob Friedman, or should I say Maxwell Jerkoff Friedman? Nah. Nah. McNulty gift. You're out here talking trash about my hometown and worst of all, my family. Now, 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 Max, we all know you had a really good Silver Spoon upbringing. And you probably think that where you're from is the greatest place on earth. But I'm here to tell you that where I'm from is a city that breeds badasses. Badasses like Brian Pillman. Badasses like John Moxley. MJF. You may be from luxurious Long Island, but I'm Brian Pillman Jr. I'm from the streets of Cincinnati. Welcome to the jungle! I like that line. I ain't gonna lie. I, turned, I was like, okay, nigga, I heard you. I see you was in the slums in that MJF dark. MJF is from LI. That's crazy. You didn't know that, bro? Again, this is one of the great cities in America. Good idea to go toe to toe on the microphone. And this where it gets this where it gets bad, y'all. Logical. You know, Pillman, it's a real shame that your drug addicted mother, Methany. Whoa, 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 whoa. I meant to say Melanie. I meant to say Melanie. Hey, 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 hey. It's a real shame that she could have birthed around, oh, I don't know. 500 different second generation wrestlers. Fucking you up. But unfortunately for me, she forgot to do to you what she did to all the other prospects, and that, my friend, is swallow. God damn. You gotta, you gotta do the old DJ Who Kid ad lib. God damn. Jesus fucking Christ, bro. He gotta be, we gotta talk about him being top three, top two. Nah, bro. Like right now. Straight up, son. That nigga. That God damn. Him, Punk, and, 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 and him, Punk, and Miz gotta be one, two, and three somehow. That nigga went crazy on bro, son. That was, oh my Jesus, bro. I'm sorry. I'm still like in like and remember, Pillman had to agree to this. Everyone had to agree to this. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I don't know, son. If 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 Pillman must have Pillman must have had to okay this shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He had he to had agree to. with this. Because given what just happened with our boy Max Caster, if it wasn't no okay before that yeah. nigga would have been. Hey, bro, you gotta take a seat for a little bit, bro. It's some heat on your ass. He, he's back though. Yeah, no, nah, he gets. But I'm just saying though. But like I said, the promo did is just it got people talking. Obviously, Pillman and MJF is the next run. I like it. Gets Pillman up and moving in the ranks as a singles competitor, taking them more serious by going into a big against a competitor like MJF. 
I'm with it, man. I'm with it. This was a good spot to start this with. This is dub, especially see they I'm probably have a match at next week or probably at the Arthur Ashe show. Who knows? Um, that's one thing I'll credit AEW with. They the way they build up talent is a lot better than WWE because they get you invested. Mm-hmm. Definitely gets you invested for sure. Um, what else we have on the card, real quick? Um, Daniel Danielson versus MJF. I mean, M. Danielson versus Omega. The face off. Oh, yeah, we got the face off, man. Like this was. This was crazy to see, dog. I'm like, surprised man. that he picked Omega first. You don't think bro, he need a real one? Like, what, a lot of these guys, when they leave WWE, bro, a lot of these guys who are, like, really one of them ones that leave WWE, the first things they really want to be doing is wrestle Omega. You don't think he needs a warm-up, though? It's Omega. Daniel Bryan needs a what? I'm just saying, man. I'm sorry. Brian Danielson needs a what? Put that nigga on a rampage. You loved the WrestleMania match? I did, but remember, Punk never got a warm-up before Darby. Look at how he looked against Darby. He didn't wrestle in seven years, my nigga. Listen, man. Daniel Bryan just wrestled like... Omega is not average. And as much as, you know, we debated earlier, Omega in the ring is not Roman Reigns. You different nigga. Yeah, I and mean, him and Christian had a banger. Christian was I mean, Christian was wrestling before he got to Omega, though. He got a warm-up. Christian got a warm-up on Once that. Again, he didn't wrestle in years before that. But Daniel Christian Bryan was just wrestling a couple months ago. Are we not like that? That is not registering right now, is it? Give that nigga a Janela or something. I don't know. Because uh, Daniel Bryan wrestling a few months ago is not registering right It's really now. not. It's really not. Like, because mm-hmm. the black Daniel person- Christian not wrestling in almost like 10 plus years is registering, though. Who was the last person Daniel Bryan wrestled before he got, before he left? Roman Reigns, my nigga. Right. No, it wasn't Roman 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 Reigns. He's about to wrestle Omega. Who is so he didn't wrestle no other niggas like in that caliber before ever in his life. In WWE, I don't know. So him and Cesaro was not having bangers. Him and Cesaro, him and Seth. I'll say him and Cesaro and him and Seth. And that's in recent time, like last year. He wrestled, he wrestled Seth last year. What makes you think if he can't beat your number one? If he can't, he wrestled your number one. Make, what makes you think he can't wrestle number two? In your- because as much as much as I debate against Omega and the debate for Reigns, I still recognize that in that ring, that nigga is a fucking monster. I mean, I appreciate the compliment. Like Daniel he's, Bryan, he's Daniel Bryan is my Daniel Bryan is my one B when it comes to wrestling. And I get that, but Omega is a monster. And Daniel Bryan is the dragon. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. The American dragon. <laughs> but not son. Um, if you see if I can find the promo real quick. He was talking crazy to Kenny, bro. He gets freedom now. He can say whatever the hell he wants. Bro, the first promo, he said, fuck. <laughs> Like the first promo outside of WWE, he said, fuck. He's like, let me let y'all know what time I'm on for real, for real. Right. 
Bro. I like that they let them curse and, and get in a bag and shit like that. I'm happy. Well, no, that was that was off happy. camera, but so niggas got to remember we go from we go from I I probably I would have downloaded this, but we going from thumb wrestling matches in PWG to this. Some niggas thumb. don't know the 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 gradual trend. Like it's it's been it's been a long time coming. It's been a long That's time. Penny with the short hair. I'm trying to Without find the, uh, the, step to the promo. Here we go. If you don't mind, I'd love to cut right to brass tacks, okay? Quick question. Do you guys want to see Brian Danielson fight Kenny Omega? If you don't mind, I'd love to cut right to brass tacks. Oh, no, that's not the one. I'm sorry. Pardon me, God. Pardon me, God. Here we go. Extended version. I think you're afraid to take this match because you know that I'm better than you. That I will kick your head in and that you are not on my level. Tough and spicy, bro. That's the only nigga that could talk to Kenny like that around me. AJ two, AJ two. I said what the fuck I said. AJ two, AJ delivered Omega. What I said when AJ was in Japan, what was Omega doing? I cleaning up his locker. What I said. Clean her ass, nigga. Say what I said, man. He said what he said. Anybody can do the same thing that nigga Kenny can do. You wish. Daniel Bryan <laughs> can talk like that to AJ too, I think. Right? You th- I think no, it, he, he can talk to AJ like that. Daniel Bryan can talk like that to AJ. He, he and I'm 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 on Daniel Bryan's side. But as far as Daniel Bryan being the only nigga that can talk like that to Kenny Omega knows. Big fact. And Finn, he could talk to all these niggas like that. Finn, only nigga that could talk to Kenny Omega like that. Only one you can see. The nigga with the bad neck, huh? Yeah, he's still out wrestling. He's gonna out wrestle a lot of them niggas. Rubber neck, rubber neck, go talk to these niggas like that. Mm hmm. He 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 had he he gave your man who you wanted number one, one of his best mania matches. That was a collaboration between him. Mm. Um. Okay. Okay. Yeah, story would have been shit if it wasn't for Daniel Bryan. Yo, you think so? I know so. You don't think heel Reigns would have gotten his bag with Edge? Yeah, fear versus fear. Edge loses. He goes away. That shit kept Edge alive. That's what actually kept that Roman Reigns storyline alive. It was predictable as shit. Yeah. There's no slight. Like, both the guys in there, Roman and Edge, were doing good shit, but Daniel Bryan took that story. You knew Reigns was gonna win. This is Vince's dream. He's over. And he's I'll, I'll, I'll give. I'll give them. Mania was probably the only time I was skeptical of if he would win or not. That was the only time. Nah, Any other Cena, match outside of that, I figured he was winning. Cena, I thought he was gonna lose. Mm, I had my I had my reasons why I could see him going with Cena, but I knew it was Roman. Because they had the and all that. Fuck all of that. He's kind of half and half. Kenny Omega. Versus Daniel Bryan. Are y'all ready to see this now or 
should Daniel Bryan, you know what I'm saying, wrestle with other guys? Should he, go, gave, should he go up the AEW ranking system like everybody else? I already gave my thoughts. So, well, Sue? Pull up the rankings. He, he can just go against, like, somebody in that faction, like Matt Jackson or Nick or fucking... Him versus like Carl Anderson Carl or something Anderson like that, or like something like that, or like like he team up with. John I like to see him versus Nick Jackson with him like being the one that he kind of like smoked Nick Jackson Nick Jackson boots when he pulled up. Mm-hmm. Like he kind of smoked my boy Nick Jackson some vicious. Like I want to see like him and Jungle the yes kicks and the damn knee. Him and Jungle See, you keep saying face versus face matches, bro. Like why why is that not doable? Because you still want to build people in, like, I know they don't really dabble in Hill versus Face shit, but in the in unintentionally, they still do. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's, it's, on, it's on Wednesday versus Kazarian, a Hill versus a Face. I mean, you act like we don't see Face versus Face matches on AEW all the time. We do, but it's not, it's not like how you're saying it like that, bro. Like, you'll see it, like, maybe, like, Twice out of like a six month period, and you're gonna make it seem like it's been happening like every other Bam. week. The first dynamite match ever was face versus face, bro. The freaking first ROH match ever was faces versus faces. Who was it? Just, just curious. It was Loki, Day, uh, Christopher Danielson, and, and Brian Danielson. That's a long, that's a mouthful. Loki, Christopher Daniels, Brian Danielson. Danielson. Christopher Daniels, sorry, Christopher Daniels. That is a Added the sun on at the end, but those three had the triple triple threat match. But neither here nor there, though, man. I, I'm for me personally may sound may sound um biased, but these two guys are in my like top five right now as like current active wrestlers that I've been watching for the past years. These two are in there, and for seeing these two dudes in a ring is something I never thought I'd see. I'm gonna keep it tall with you. Bro, I'm this is one of the joints where I'll be when we like having battle debates where it's like I can't choose, I'm just watching as a fan. This is that match. This is that match. This is definitely that match. I can't like this is like when you have Benoit Angle in the in the same ring, bro. For me, you know, and you know how I feel about those matches. I put I put those things up very highly because those are two of my favorite guys. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't choose between these two dudes, they both make me excited for wrestling. Like Hit like Daniel, like Brian Danielson's matches in ROH against fucking Kenta, against Joe, against Seth Rollins. Well, it should against Joe. You know what I'm saying? Those things made me like adore wrestling in a, another way that I didn't since like the Attitude Era. And then Kenny Omega in the newer time, same way. You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't loved it like that since the SmackDown Six era. You feel me? So it's like it's seeing these two dudes in the ring is. I can't wait to see the storytelling and work that they're going to put in with this, man. If they're going to give it to us now, because they could be doing it like how they did with Christian, whereas they tease us with it and it will get it later down the road. I think because doesn't Kenny still have to run the fade with, um, with Hangman? Yeah. So whenever Hangman comes back, I think if they give us a Daniel Bryan match first, maybe Kenny goes over and they still give us the Hangman match. Then Hangman gets it. You never know. You give us one good last Kenny, you know what I'm saying, win before Hangman comes back. Because Hangman is supposed to be, like, he's positioned to be the next one to take it from Kenny, right? Yeah, because I think when Hangman comes back, he's going to go straight at the elite. They jumped, remember, they jumped him 
before he was taken off TV. So when he comes back, he's gonna oh. go at the people who jumped him. You feel me? If right. anything, he might first he might try to mend the dark order because they going through like yeah, the they're world. on disarray. Yeah, which I like the story though. I ain't gonna lie, but. Anna Jay's been trying to fix it, and I think it's not oh, going to yeah. gonna help till Hangman comes back. But other than that, um, we got Adam Cole versus uh, Kazarian next week. His promo was really good. Story time with Adam Cole showing that Elite is complete. Elite is not really complete, though. It's not really complete. We know we we, we, we won He's our boy Marty Scrawl there. Oh, okay. We, we, we miss you, Marty. He signed but, his uh, life away to ROH. Well, that was just, I think that was just for Booker, to be a, a Booker, but I don't know how what's still going on with that. I'm trying to think anything else happened. Um, I mean, I already know Ruby Soho and Britt Baker, they, their thing is bubbling. I like I, I like Dark Order on my TV because whenever Dark Order on my TV. Oh, I did like when Alistair Black was like counting down. Oh, we got Alistair Black versus Cody at um Arthur Ashe. We got that there. Um, I think it's another match announced there. I just can't put up my finger on it. I know Matt the tag, Hardy. The tag team, the tag team titles. The tag team titles? Yeah, I think it's because Jurassic Express won the I'm tripping. Lucha Bros uh, won it. Right. I got. I think it's another match announced. I just can't think of it right now. Or that might be Extreme Rules. It's one of the two. But neither here nor there, though. Um, I'm waiting for that Arthur Ashe show. That's the main. That's the big show. Obviously, we're going to have Rampage this weekend. Well, to, well, obviously, when this episode drops. But when we watch, we'll be talking about it on the next show. Um, Andrade and um, Pac. That's the can't one. Wait. Can't wait. Cannot wait. Like I said, uh, Alistair and Cody at, at the Arthur Ashe show. And I know we got, like, Matt Hardy versus Orange Cassidy, like a hair versus hair match, but I don't know where they are. they're they going to cut Matt Hardy hair off. Yeah, you know, we know that. Like, boy, let it go. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Another character. Right, man. Um, another, yeah, another character. But um, let's – think you see. Um, think else Bro- think Ball of, broken, oh, Matt? BBM? Real quick, uh, real quick, I do want to give a shout-out to A.W. Dark. I want to give a shout out to AW Dark for really putting on a lot of um, black wrestlers that night. Shout out to Black Twitter, well, Black Wrestling Twitter, whatever you want to call it, wrestling, whatever. Getting black wrestling draws to be trending on that uh, Tuesday night. It was really dope to see just the the wrestling community of just black wrestling community just together supporting each other from different places. You know what I'm saying? Indies. You know what I'm saying? Whatever they had, they were supporting it. Seeing like. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to uh, Lee Moriarty. His match versus Joey Janela got him signed. He's all elite now. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You know what I'm saying? He's been moving and grooving. I remember I brought him up before Lee Moriarty, like a couple, like a couple weeks ago. But he's he's all elite now. Really good match with Janela too. Really good match. Then Janela, right after the match, if you if you've been paying attention, uh, Joey Janela turned on Sonny Kiss some weeks ago in his back heel, and Sonny Kiss came out. And got some, um, got some. You know what I'm saying? Shine came in, whooped Joe Janela's ass. You know what I'm saying? Janela was healed this whole time. Nah, him and Kiss were him and Kiss were uh faces. You know what I'm saying? So him, so not once he turned on him, Joe Sunny Kiss finally got was able to get his revenge and you know what I'm saying? Get this attack on him after the match. So you know Janela won against Maria, but he came and got his attack, which is good though, because like I said, it's not you don't see Sunny Kiss on TV a lot, so see him on TV and he's getting some burning like this. Was good to see. It's and right getting on. some get back, huh? We don't even see that. He's getting some get back, right? That's what I'm saying. That's that was good to see. Um, on top of with Moriarty, um, who else? Um, Max Caster, Max Caster's back. The claimed his back, came mm-hmm. back strong, bro. The fucking promo was hilarious. They was acting like they was reading of off a of scripted, like AW had scripted a uh, rap for them, and it was so PG. 
And they was like, no, fuck this. And just started going crazy on the niggas, bro. Like, and it was just so good to see, like, you know what I'm saying, them back in a bag. And they had a really good match right after that, man. Caster's elbow was really nice, too. Um, but that was a really good promo then to end it end the night off, man. Big Swole versus Diamante with Big Swole going over in a hard-hitting match, bro. It was a two out of three falls. Or I think the first one was pinfall, second was submission, and third was knockout. And her oh, finish there is that is like that discus like elbow punch it. The DDP had, shit where she spin around. Yeah. And she, yeah, she had the chain wrapped around her fist and swung, clean Diamante shit, bro, and won the match. I was like, let's go, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. look at our look at the, look at our queens and kings just up here just shining, man. Queens and kings, kanga. Come on, man, making me proud, man. Making us proud. Where's where's our joint at, man? I need I need Big Swole versus Jade in the future. You know what I'm saying? Big. You know what I'm saying? No, that was that was before. That was before. That was before. This is the happiness. No, that was confusion. confusion. <laughs> where, where's the? Where, here we go. Here we go. Dang happiness. Man. Happiness. Y'all doing the right thing now. Get my kings out here, caning my queens, queening. Jade Cargill and Big Swole. I need that. I need that. Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be fire. That'll be fire, man. But uh that was that was pretty much AW in a nutshell for us, man. Um talked about that, blah blah blah. Uh we can talk about that next show. Let's chop up these uh sophomore albums, man. Yeah, so like I said, we I seen a dope post out um on the internet where it was talking about what is your top three favorite sophomore albums? And let me go to the chat and pull that picture up. Because it has some really good choices on there. If anybody just need reference, I'm put it up here too. Uh, give me one second. But if you already got some, like it's just you know, what I'm saying, what's some of y'all favorite? You know, what I'm saying sophomore albums. We don't gotta like seriously rank them that like that. We just talk about some of our favorite joints. If y'all want to, written, I don't care. It was written is the big one that comes to mind for me. Like that's Pretty one of those my favorite records. Same. That's that has one of my favorite. I mean. Damn, he froze. That Matrix Four shit. Hey, I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. back it, was, it, it was written has I gave you power, which is like my favorite mm. Nas record ever. So, yes. and it's it's a, a rare occasion where the uh, the sophomore album is considered better than the, the debut. That is very. I mean, that is a big debate. I'm not niggas. Right so I'm not going to knock the debate. I'm not gonna knock the debate. Niggas put it over Illmatic, but I'm not niggas. Right. Now, and I, I'm with you there. I'm definitely uh-huh. not niggas, but I can see why it was a really like you got track masters on there. Steve Stout putting in heavy work to Lauren. get there. like it's so much work that they put in for that album. So much work. And it's I mean, it's a great album, man. I can't be mad that somebody like Phil, but it's a great album, though, nonetheless, though. None the fucking less. Sorry, Late registration sorry. is another one too. They Registry is another great fucking joint. The um, Massacre. Massacre, yes. Oh, damn, where the fuck is this? Damn, me, y'all niggas post mad shit in this fucking chat. Yeah, we, we spammed the chat. <laughs> damn, son, I know I posted this shit in here. I'm um, just thinking off the top of my head. In my lifetime, I mean, yeah. I, a lot. the majority didn't like in my lifetime. I did. I mean... I'm not no in my lifetime is fire. That that had a million one questions. That had um, you must love me. You must love me. Uh rap game, where, crap game. Where I'm from. Yeah, no, that's 
That's why. That's why I like. That's why I personally like Volume One better than Volume Two. See, that's crazy. That's the best. That's the crazy take. No, it's not. It has the better records. Volume Two is like Volume Two has Reservoir Dogs. Okay, I'm talking about Million One Questions. Also, is one of his best intros ever. I'm talking about Can I Get a? You don't know it. No, you. I'm, ooh, I was about to trip out. My bad. I was about yeah, to don't don't confuse the blueprint. Hold on one second. You're about to get some nasty soundage. You get this off here. Pardon. pardon nasty soundage. Nasty soundage. But nah. Um. Damn. I'm trying to add this fucking uh. Hold on here. But no, nah, I mean, like I said, I think the um volume two. Like I said, it's it's like I said, you got hard knock life on it. But I mean, a lot of my favorite J songs are on volume one. Imaginary player. That's another one on volume one. Come on. Come on, son. Man. Sorry, there we go. But yeah, uh, where is this joint? Let me add this joint so people can see some. Um, what was some Tribe album. sophomore album? Was it Low End Theory? Uh, yes. Yes. Gotta put that on there. You think it would be Low or Midnight Marauders? I think Midnight Marauders is their second one. Did Midnight Marauders have Butter? Give me a second. Let me go to the. Let me go to the. Let me go to the streams for this one. Cause that's a good choice. Oh, let me put the joint up. You put me on to that shit. Remember? Yeah. You showed me butter, and I was like, "Oh, hold on." That record is so clean. Here we go. Let me pull up this joint real quick. Here we go. So some choices on here just for people for some reference. Oh, damn, Supreme. So you got Massacre, Mama's Gun. I don't really go crazy over Get Home Safely like that. Um, Bone Thugs in Harmony. Uh, what is that? Word of Mouth. Death Certificate. Another one. Jesus Christ. Death Certificate is one of them ones. Mr. Don't Play is crazy. I I really like, like, Birds in the Trap Sing McKnight is one of my favorite um, Travis albums outside of of the, no, what's this, this last one? Astro World. Astro World, yeah. Um, not gonna cap. I like I like Rodeo over Birds in the Trap. I'm not. No, so I know a lot of people do. I know a lot of people do. I just wasn't really on the wave with Rodeo yet. Yeah. Uh, we got Dre 2001 on here. Supreme Wolf. Hell have no fury. Oh, Ooh. cool. Take care. Fucking. Oh my God. My. The, cool, the cool is one of the greatest albums of all time. Such a great album, man. Such a fucking great album. They got Little Brother, the minstrel show on here. Life after uh, like I like life. Get Back. I like Get Back better than Minstrel Show. But you gotta understand, Minstrel Show was the one that that was the one though. Like that really? was the, it wasn't get back. I think the minstrel show was the one that a lot of people feel like that was the one that I think a lot of people tired taking them serious as as a force, as a group, in my opinion. Oh, little Brother is so fire, man. Fontaine Boo. Oh. They got uh, Ghostface on here. Yeah, Supreme Clientele. Like, that's that's one of them ones. Like, we talk yeah. about bangers. We might, this might go into about this. Sorry, y'all, for audio, but y'all know we music heads. So this might be one of them conversations real quick. Um, <laughs> let me go into this. I, I want to go into what was the uh joint we just said? Um, Supreme Clientele. 
Cause that track was Jesus Christ. Supreme Clientel had joints, bro. Nutmeg one. Command. The Apollo Kids. Buck fifty. Mighty Hell. Buck fifty. Church has a ghost. Malcolm. Oh, sure. Oh my God. You know I always fuck up the name. What you gotta you play. Nah, you gotta play Mighty Healthy. You got. You gotta play. Mighty niggas Healthy. don't remember. When niggas remember, but this is a banger, bro. Like. The undefeated champion. Matter of fact, undefeated champion. Album, man. Come on. Damn, Supreme Client. And yo, this is again one of those rare occasions where the sophomore is better than the debut. Mm, that's that. I, I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. You talk about I him being by himself. Yeah, yeah. Just, I heard like, I am a little better. They keep on killing and killing. They sort of develop a taste for blood. Yeah, that's right. Just kill one man. Like you red pro, sun's trifling, fuck, wild flower on the cycling, picked up the broom, thought I was Michaelin, West Brighton pool, now I'm into iron duels, turn us to earth, whoopee, see how the law school, inhale, great piece of hell, A your life repel, parallel, Doris L9, you flash the burn cell, snap at a candy land, kids, the old rumor is, blacks become immune to shit, we never did like eating dead birds. Come on, we can we never like eating dead birds. Come on. Got the pharmacy over Earth, men marrying men ill. They got the Earth. Sorry, y'all. This is Lost Ghost. This is Lost Ghost. This is Lost Ghost. But you got songs like that, bro. Buck fifty. When he did Buck Fifty at the verses. Jesus Christ, bro. Jesus Christ. You might have opened up another discussion about Iron Man and Supreme. It's a good discussion. Like, which one is the better album? We can talk yeah. about that. Talk about that off cam. I want to get Jared in that conversation too. But um, I want to. I'm going to talk about death certificate. I think people forget how that run that Ice Cube went on with albums and how like, like how damn near flawless those like what first like three or four were, bro. Like, from, I think from America's Most Wanted to Death Certificate to Predator. I'm not mad at. I'm not mad at stopping at that Predator. So you got you go from they said America's most wanted. And I forgot the death certificate, and you forget lethal injection was like a little EP. Then you get uh like you said um predator like oh my god, but that was a crazy three. And I, I predator was the one that I think brought him to like superstardom. I feel like because that's the one that had today was a good day. That's a, that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. But but death certificate. Had one of the has top five diss song of all time on there. No Vaseline. Come on, bro. He got shit like that, my nigga. The funeral, my nigga. My summer vacation is crazy. Uh, a bird in hand is crazy. Man's best friend, death, the birth. I want to kill Sam, Black Korea. Mobbing. Oh, bro. Niggas. Oh, my God, my nigga. That shit was crazy, bro. I remember my trip to Albany, and I was just listening to nothing but these albums for the first time. Oh, my God. They thought you was from Concord. But in, more joints on here. SDE is a good choice. That's one of my favorite Cam albums. And you know, I had that spin back a couple like a couple months during COVID. We was talking, I was talking about a lot of records on there. Hell Hath No Fury. Hell hath no fury. This is angry now, clips. Man, I'm having nightmares. Ooh, they can say I'm penoid. Come on, son. That is record. Keys open doors. Keys open doors. Oh, what is it? Um, what's it said? Trill? 
Two Wheels, I'm Still. So, no, Pharrell was all over that album. Pharrell and Belial. Cheap, Mr. Me Too, Wamp Wamp, Hello New World, Keys Open Doors, Chinese New Year, Nightmare. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Like, that's another great choice, man. Word of mouth. Word of mouth. Let's look at that. I ain't I ain't look at the word of mouth uh track list in a long time. Word of mouth was a banger, dog. And he Bro, had one to Atlanta on here. Area codes fire. Uh move bitch fire. Saturday's fire. Yeah, this is oh, nothing, but, this was nothing but hits. This was this was that was nothing but hits right there. And then welcome to Atlanta right at the end. Hmm? Welcome to Atlanta at the end. The bonus track. Oh, okay. You must be looking at a deluxe. Then I, ain't, I don't got that. No, nah, oh, it's yeah. right after. So, block lockdown is seven minutes because Welcome to Atlanta starts at like three minutes or four minutes. So, here go my joint. Oh, somebody calling me. My joint right here is like at the end. Yeah, block. So, block lockdown after block lockdown. When you play block lockdown after like three and a half, it starts to play Welcome to Atlanta. Oh, okay. Pardon the God. Pardon the God. All it's right. like a hidden track. Damn, son. Um, I, I wasn't buying albums back then. You know, I tell you, I was super, we didn't, we was too poor for that shit. But me, for me, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. Mr. Don't Play is a, is one of them ones. Hold on one second, bro. Somebody's calling. I thought Mr. Don't Play was his debut. This whole time, Jared, don't kill me because you know I'm saying that's, that's Memphis, Memphis royalty. But I thought Mr. Don't Play that was his uh debut album. What we had, had on here, we had cheese and dope, we had chicken, chicken head, don't savor, dog, fucking gorilla pimp. Yeah, we. Bangers all through this shit, dog. Yeah, but I thought that I thought this I thought this shit was a was a debut though. Oh, pardon my mic muted. Yo, anybody oh. ever tried to call you and you get the wrong number? And then you like, they try to bag you. No, only me. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm actually like, yo. I tried doing that before. The thing is, she was like, like, what's your name? You sound cute. I saw, but I said, send me a picture. You know what I'm saying? She like, I'll do pictures. Get the fuck off my phone, then creepo. Like, fuck. It's your fucking black what was what, it what's the name used to be for the secret muffle the deep throat? <laughs> Even though it sounds disgusting. Now, dude, don't do that. You don't remember when you used to have the motherfucking uh people that be like hidden in the alley in the parking lot and they what's your name? Well, okay. Now niggas is niggas is horn dogs now. They don't know no, old comedy I, now. I didn't I'm not I'm trying to remember nigga. It's like any random TV show. Anyways. So randomly while you were gone, I got a random phone call. Somebody was trying to blow up my line. I guess they had the wrong number. But anybody ever call you and they'd be like, yo, damn, you sound cute. What's your name? Was it a female? Yes, it was. Well, no, that has never happened to me. But ladies, 
I'm single. That just happened to me. And I was like, okay, what's up? And she sounded cute too. I ain't gonna hold you. I was like, send me a picture. See what's up. We go from there. She's like, right, I'll send pictures. And I was like, eh, okay, then, never mind. That was then weird. how did she get your number? She was calling the wrong number. You backed the joint off the wrong number? I didn't bag anything. I mean, might as well. No, nah, the fuck? I can't even see what the fuck she looked like. Goods mean. Goods mean, Tom. What the fuck? If I can't see what you look like, what the fuck? What does she look like, Janet Jackson? Like Friday? No, fuck all of that. <laughs> I love my BBWs. Oh, I love my BBWs, but BBWs shouldn't have to lie. Janet Jackson. <laughs> but um, back to back to the um albums, though. Well, we were talking about Mr. Don't Play. Yeah, Mr. Don't Play. Now, what did you say you thought it was? I thought it was his debut. Jared, don't kill me. I know this is nah, his um his debut is Getty Green. That was in '99. That '99. That's the joint. Oh, oh boy! Now you about to get me started. Now, Mister Don't Play had all joints. It had uh, Chicken Head. One of my favorite joints, though. We got uh fucking out here, bruh. Hey, pay me, bro, man. There you go. Man, that nigga been standing there having the same goddamn spot slaying and shit for about the last four, five days, man. With the same clothes on. Hey, ain't been on yet. I don't even think so. I wanted to be smoking or selling that shit. Yeah, to be smoking or selling something. But oh. to be up for them four, five days. I heard you shot somebody, man. For real? That's where your wife part can't go home. Yeah, you know, look what you Memphis royalty like that. Right, we've been had these conversations, bro. We don't do that. We do you been like Boosie? Do you like Boosie? Boosie? You like Boosie? He's from Louisiana. But like, do you? Because but he makes that kind of music, like the wet, like Webby's, the little um, little. My Boosie. sister, my sister liked a lot of that stuff back in the day. I listened to a lot of it. Like she showed me the movie Ghetto Stories with the film and all. Like you know what I'm saying? Like she was immersed in that like shit. So back, in, I told you my sister put me onto a lot of shit, bro. Dipset. Which one of And So you see, it was even more shit. So long story short, I heard it wasn't really like keen to it then. So more so as 
as I look for it in the history when of it. Down, you know. it. Well, that's different. That was just a great record. But when you see like what how rap is today, I did it to see more of the history of how it's like how they influenced it now, and I just got immersed mm-hmm. in the music. You know what I'm saying? But like records like that, you know, the biz, fucking Rinky Dink, one and two, man. Ghetto Getty Green is fire, but Mr. Don't Play got records like Chicken Head on here, Cheese and Dope, <laughs> whole lot of weed. If you ain't from my hood, Gorilla Pimp, Don't Whoa. Save Her. There you go. That's the theme song. 2001. Huh? That's the theme song. Don't save her. Yeah, bro. Gorilla Pimp, Break the Law 2001, so high. Like, we can, it, it's really low key crazy from beginning to end. From that, ooh, nothing. Like, and it's so many songs that's like sampled too, bro. From can this, you put album. that in the same conversation. Like, can you put that in that same realm as the sophomore is better than the debut as well? This one I can. This one I can because there's so much history. And just like I said, so many songs is sampled from this shit, bro. From like I said, cheese and dope. Shout out to, um, Fucking Key Glock and 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 uh what's his name? Uh, Young Dolph paying homage to that, you know what I'm saying, Memphis history with this. They redid the record and such and had project on there and everything. Um, whole lot of weed as well. Like I said, it's a lot of dope records on here, man. A lot, a lot of dope records. But that's one of them for me. That's probably a personal choice. But if I'm just really like being like, I guess, I guess critical, I say my top. Well, I guess if I had to say my top five. My top five would be Life After Death, because that album is damn near flawless from beginning to end. That's a fire. I'm going to put also on there, hmm. Give Me Take Care also. Same feelings. Same feelings. Take Care is one of the ones. Take Care and Life After Death are in that same realm as like the Pimper Butterfly, where they stand the test of time, where you can play them today, and they still rock. Um, next, I probably would have to go with Mr. Don't Play as my third. Um, let me go back to whole track list real quick. You try to find the gems on. Just want to make sure. Sure, it's not. I just want to make sure if it's because the albums I'm picking are flawless, dang near from beginning to end to me. You know what I'm saying? So if I'm bro, looking, volume one was imagine you, you could make a case. You, you can make a case. Ooh, rap game. Where I'm from. Uh all right, I could put an album over that. I'll probably put late registration over that. And I'll probably close out with mm, AT aliens. Damn. So I'm not saying that's my choice, I'm making sure though. You may die too, little boys and jazzy bells. Oof, oof, oof. Not yet, though. That's not the one for me. My last one probably would be damn, son. This is really tough. These are a lot of good albums. Uh, well, even Wolf. One might be. I'm stuck between Death Certificate, Hell Half No Fury, and 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 um fucking um uh, bro, I'm blanking right now. Fuck is this nice album called? I keep wanting to say I am. It was written. It was written. I keep wanting to say I am. And it was written, bro. Like shit. And it was written as a mm, take it in blood. Damn. No love for uh dark and hell is hot. No, not dark and hell is hot. Uh flesh of my flesh. I never really got into the album as much as I got into the first one. That's the one I, I, I watch out. 
always, I, no, I got you. Feature, I'm crazy, but I always tell the story. It made you sound crazy, but as a kid, that album used to scare the shit as me, scare the shit out of me. I used to be at my cousin's house, right? So they had this album. That's where I used to hear it. That's where I first heard the album at their house. They used to play this. They was heavy DMX fans. And Sue heard the story. I was telling when they was here. Um, I seen the cover just sitting there, and I was looking at. It, and I'm seeing the blood dripping all over, it, and I'm just like. What the fuck? And I used to have fucking vivid ass dreams. As I was a very imaginative kid, so I had just I don't remember what the dream, but that shit woke me up, and I was just sitting in his living room, just like this for the rest of the night. Yeah, I was like, called Ellie, yo, you gonna pick me up from this? It's it's weird as hell over here. And I ain't saying it, but I'm just saying it's pitch black in this motherfucker. I'm on the whole other side of Buffalo. Don't see the ass cover. I used to see crazy shit at night, bro. I swear to God. I think you said a story on here about. I told you, bro. I seen some crazy shit. So I was paranoid as fuck. So like, not even saying after that, but it took me a while to like really spin that album back because I never it was out of my consciousness. You know what I'm saying? I always like I listened to the first one. I listened to the first one on a trip to New York when I went on to New York to the um to Nome. I would listen to the album for like in its entirety for the first time. Man, you had that energy going in Nome. Blew my mind, bro. When I heard Damien and all of those records, blew, blew my mind. So the second one didn't really hit me as much like that. But if I had to say my last one, not to just stick with the last one, I probably would just, I probably would go with, uh, probably would go with, uh, fuck, damn, I thought I just had it. I probably would go with Hell Half No Fury. Bro, this is clips in a different bag. This is that list of songs bro it's heat on that album man like mr me too crazy song for that summer Wham, Wham, intro. song with slim thug like hello new world keys open doors is one of my favorite songs to this near chinese new year and nightmare like those are crazy fucking records bro Some the intro with um the little tropical beat like what is so what did i have again i said life after death Actually, I'm gonna take that off, bro. I'm gonna put the cool. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be a real real nigga. Cause I listened to the cool before I listened to Hell Have No Fury in my childhood. And that album like damn near changed my life. When I heard the die for the first time, blew my fucking mind. Streets on fire. When I found out what it was actually about, I played it on here as a wave. When I exactly you thought I had the monster. You stupid <laughs> nigga, you, you you were like, yo, so you want to tell me like go go gadget flow the coolest superstar Paris Tokyo What's high on, definition flow the gold watch is a crazy song, like story-wise, hip-hop saved my life, intruder alert, streets on fire, little weapon, like the stories with this song, dumb it down, the die, put you on game fighters, like it's so much like oof with this album. Prime, prime lupe. So I got to put that as my five. That was my five. Life after death, late registration, take care, Mr. Don't Play, and the cool. Sue, what are your five? He just went to the bathroom. Oh, shit. I mean, well, then if not, we can just get to the waves. All right, man. And also the waves, man. Let's get to them. You got yours ready? Nah, I got them. You don't? Man. I think I got mine. I think I got mine. Let me go to I think wife. I said it last part, man. I could play music all day, but when it's time to play a wave, I get put on the spot. I can't pick shit. I got my. I think I got my joint. Um, Your girl dropped some new shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be on that. But this is off the um certified lover boy album. Um, yes, yes, it is. My wave. This is race my mind by Drake. 
Let me go to this joint. Just hung up the phone tonight. Could already tell that you come here home intoxicated. Ooh, so you better take your time with me. Cause I remember last time you wouldn't make love to me. Then you fell fast asleep. Wouldn't even talk to me. Please, 
wanted you to raise my life. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Dope record. Dope record, man. What you got? I think I got mine. Um, we'll play something different. Like I, I usually play rap and Griselda and you know what I mean. I've been expanding the palette a little. You know I mean, and I'm a fan of this girl. I've seen her live, seen her perform. She's great. Uh, but this song has kind of a little sentimental. All right, not, not, not sentimental, but like rough it up, B. I, I uh, the lover, especially uh, out there. Nah, I, I smashed one of my exes to the song. Oh, Reggie, I'm not gonna tell you who. Uh, <laughs> the worst by Janae. Mm, keeping it Drake. Oh, no, he, uh, one of her most toxic songs. Yeah, and that ended up being one of my most toxic exes. Makes sense, right? Open that fucking door. Forbidden door. Tell me what you say now. Tell me what you say, come on. If you cannot stay down, then you do not have to pretend that there is no way out. I should've never let you in Cause you got me face down Don't take this personal Joy the words you know what you've done to me And although it hurts I know I just can't keep running away I don't need you, I don't need you, I don't need you, but I want you. I don't mean to, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, but I want you. Tell me what you say now, tell me what you say. You said that you would come again. You said that we would remain friends, but. You know that I do not depend on nothing or no one. So why would you show up so uninvited? Just change my mind like that. Please don't take this personal situation. You ain't special till I make yourself. You better act like you know that I've been through what's in you. I just can't keep running away. I don't need you, I don't need you, I don't need you, but I want you, but I want you. I don't mean to, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, I don't mean to, but I want you. Everybody's like, no, 
Hey, if you out there listening, call me. You know who you are? Yikes. That's very toxic. Niggas is down bad. If I if I don't say this, <laughs> <laughs> niggas is down bad. I was fucked up. I was down, down bad. Um I think I played this before for my wave of the week. I think I played that before. But this one right here is my man Stove Guy Cooks. Oh yeah. Cocaine Cologne. Oh yeah. <laughs> Near to break my fall, 
When that race start, nigga, don't you stall? Ain't some true ones running with you so you can pass baton if you get tired. Snitch nigga had me feeling Kanye talking through his wire. Snitch nigga had me in my motherfucking feelings. Cause all his blood and sex me on the UGK. Off that Schmino, way before we whipped coke. Way before we stumbled on that plug. Shout out to Big Bro. He taught me how to put these words together, then I went pro. First round trap pick straight out the kitchen, nigga. Straight off that stove, straight out that pot, straight off the digi, nigga. I got God tatted on my face. So when you see me, you see that. Bitch, you can't separate me from the next dimension. This underworld redemption. This I don't play them comedy games, get shot over a mention and you tripping. Maserati dipping. Bust on rolling, dripping out the trenches. Got it jumping on the first from fourth and inches. I was on a mission in the kitchen chasing riches. I did it and you didn't. That's the difference. We made it to the top floor, to the clouds. Still smelling like a brick right now. Still smelling like a brick right now. Still smelling like a brick right now. How we built this shit from the ground. To the top floor, to the clouds, to the penthouse. Still smelling like a brick right now. Still smelling like a brick right now. All we had was knock off Campbell soup, you know that. Now we hang out Lambo roofs and blow that. Young Mike Jackson walking on the moon, my flow that. I'm from where fuck if you say you up, you gotta show that. You ain't know that boy. Make it bliss and make it snow that hard. How you a chief? You was an engine with no motor arm. We still running through this paper like it's no tomorrow. I'm going in this shit on fire like I'm Joan of Arc. Swear to God. And when I swear to God, I'm swearing on me. We in the Maybach talking flat earth and some money probably. They tell you what you want to hear when you pop. Don't die fucking with them killer Johnny Cochran. Diamonds look like lightning in the winter sky. This that stove God. Ether take over that jigger knives. Pick a side. Bullets hit your ride. What's up, Bentley, when you dead inside? What good is living when you dead inside? Blood on your Versace leather. Say I should have been out. I'm like, this a better time than ever. Your favorite rapper fucking with me never. We used to use umbrellas. Now we change the weather. Whatever. Ooh. know man where to follow us get your bars off podcast on all streaming platforms youtube spotify apple google wherever you find us on there you'll wherever you listen to streams you'll find us on there most definitely follow us on twitter facebook all of that good stuff get your bars off pod slash podcast slash brand on ig all of that good stuff man follow us on our respective igs and social medias uh Irish starts with me we want to let know that's that dz that's sorry um at the underscore marketable one uh at your own risk 
<laughs> as usual, man. Yeah, shout out to the gang and all of that, man. I get it too sweet to get up out of this joint. Oh, 